guys and girls and well everything in between i don't mean to be gender exclusionary in fact all are welcome to the back and bone show thank you for joining us again and i am so fucking excited to present this next installment to you we're joined today by wyatt the riot craig and derek mccleskey now uh wyatt is a hip-hop performer and a content provider he's been doing that for as long as i can remember uh and Derek is a he is a chemist and probably the smartest fucking guy in the room most of the time I'd say <laughs> uh there was there was a couple times during this podcast where he had me and Matt looking at each other like is that fucking English <laughs> we consider ourselves relatively well read and under understanding people but uh yeah, that was some shit. Um, you guys got to check out uh, Wyatt's other stuff he's got going on. His podcast, it's been running for a while now, uh, off Podbean and iTunes, Riot's Modern Life, and he's coming up with his next one right now, Working Hard as Fuck. That's not what he was doing. That's the name of the podcast. Of course, that is what he was doing, or he probably wouldn't have that much interest in a podcast by that name. Uh, Working Hard as Fuck is a presentation of individuals who are on their grind, working their asses off to do the things that they love, and they don't care how many bruises or broken bones they have to deal with to get there. Sometimes you gotta miss a meal. Sometimes you gotta you gotta lose some sleep to get where you wanna be. But uh, that's what it's about. So follow my boy Riot, my boy uh, Riot Craig. It's Wyatt Craig, but he goes by Riot, uh, and get on it and i really hope you enjoyed this show i had a kick-ass time recording it welcome back ladies and gentlemen turns all your bad feelings into good feelings it's a nightmare an oozy <laughs> i'm not from south central los fucking angeles i didn't come here to shoot 20 black 10 year olds in a fucking driveway i want a normal gun for a normal person whatever you're reaching for better be a sandwich because you're gonna have to eat it I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're in today with the Riot and the Dirk, the Back and Bone the Show back, back, back on. The Back and Bone Show's back. Uh, thank you for having me. Honestly, yeah, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, no, I'm happy to see you guys. I, I'm gonna say it's been what, like, uh, ten years or something? I haven't like, seen you in a minute. Yeah, I've literally, yeah. like, yeah, it's been, it's been a really long time. Yeah, I, I, I want to say like. Probably like right after high school or something like you know that period of time. Maybe yeah, no, maybe not even then. No, there were some times where we watched UFC. I think a couple times. Right. It yeah, was yeah. it was like yeah. super few yeah. because I was gone. I was yeah. in the Air Force. Right. right? I remember I that. Yeah. Here. So, um, yeah, it's been a. Yeah, Dude, go back to like I, fucking remember the Lakeview days of having the, the uh, we had the days? fights. We had the fights in my backyards on on minimum days. When I, I remember, I fought I fought Johnny Hoffman. <laughs> yeah, he was Johnny Hoffman. He fought. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when, I, I, there were some legendary fights in my backyard. Oh, that's what happened cool. with the Johnny Hoffman fight? Uh, he like he did his little like knock door knock punches on my head a couple times, and yeah. I dragged him on the ground and fucking that's right. him. I remember. Yeah. I think I need him in the ribs a couple times. <laughs> yeah. There was a video of it. There was a video of it. Right? 
There was. I don't dude, know. What someone's got dude, footage of this shit. Dude, there's, there's a video somewhere of me boxing with Tony at the YMCA when he fucking hit me with a spinning backhand and bloodied my face up. Oh, there's fuck. like, there's still blood stains in the in the YMCA <laughs> <laughs> from my face. <laughs> I still remember when Wyatt first got his tap out shorts. Oh they shit! They were like the old school. Or they were the old school. Yeah, no, they were. Yeah, they were, yeah, were tap out shorts. They were the old school ones, and I remember <laughs> we went got... to we went to go play football. And um, Wyatt wore his tap out shorts to go play football, and they were like, no, I can't remember who it was. It was somebody. I might have been like Jared Baker or something. He's all dog. I can't play with you in those shorts. Like, <laughs> he didn't want to tackle Wyatt in these tiny little. Talk about some. You know, dude, hey, I feel like homophobia as a teenager is like the ultimate high. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like uh, like you're never more homophobic than when you're like sure, sixteen. No. Is, everybody, is everybody is still like discovering themselves fully? Mm. I guess. Yeah. So like I've got, I noticed this with my uh, I just went to my nephew's track meet today and he gets he's twelve he gets so uncomfortable anytime you talk about girls around him or anything because he just doesn't want to you know I, yeah, I remember it's... I would do the same my dad would say shit to me like he would go like um, I would go to hang out with my friends and he'd go Matthew did you get any stink on your pants <laughs> <laughs> that was like the most disgusting thing in the world right. that would be like scarring. <laughs> So but, but if, like, your friend asked you that, it wouldn't fucking be a different... Oh, no, yeah, you know? if a friend asked me that... Yeah, be like, bro, all day, like, what are you talking about? That's the highest of compliments. Right <laughs> I gotta plug my nose and I take a piss, I got so much steam on this shit. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, he's about to be at that age. He's 12. Yeah. Did he go out and fucking smash everybody in those fucking races? He, yeah, he did really good. He got he got second in two of his races. He got first in two of them. He's a little deconditioned right now because he switched over. The, he just switched schools. And the school he was at before, he was practicing like five times a week. And the school he's at now, they have like a smaller track program. So he's only practicing twice a week. Uh, how many, so, uh, how, like how, how big was the competition? How many kids did he have to fucking big. smoke to? get those first and second place positions uh, man I, you know what i couldn't even tell you but there was like there was probably like <laughs> maybe six different schools out there oh wow yeah and I, he's done oh. good in competitions before uh, like he's gotten first in state and all that it's, shit it's so funny he mentioned that how many people is he competing against so i fucking had to when i was in the air force <laughs> i had to watch over a special olympian for a weekend dog when i was Wait, like what I, yeah yeah so they had the special olympics at the air force base there and we everyone had to volunteer to do it and we had this dude he was in a fucking wheelchair. Uh, he literally... Okay, so whatever Timmy from South Park has, this guy has. That's a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, but, okay, exactly. so he can't talk, and he's like in his wheelchair, and he's fucking... He's got like hell of like muscle atrophy, right? But yeah. he had like a cut-off shirt, and he had like a fucking eagle tattoo on his fucking arm, oh, nice. and, he, and he fucking smokes cigarettes. So, yeah. uh, is this so, like a yeah, gangster-ass yeah, Timmy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and he had a ponytail. Hey, he, was, he, he had a ponytail, and he had those like 1980s like... They're clear frames, but they're dark. You know what I mean? Like, and so fucking, dude, this is how gangster this fool is. We did, we, well, we got so sick of wheeling him down the stairs to fucking take him out to smoke cigarettes that we just wheeled him by our window, and you're not supposed to smoke in these fucking rooms. But we were too lazy because it just got to be such a pain in the ass, so we just let him smoke in our room. But what he would do to ash it because he couldn't use his hands. Like, I had to hand feed this guy and shit. He couldn't use his hand. He would just go, oh. He had this cough that he would do that would ash his cigarette for him. It was like, oh, it was a library. Fucking so, so they're like, yeah. yeah, they're like, Mark, Mark wins fucking state every year. He takes first every year. Dog, tell me why we get out there, dog, and he's racing against nobody besides himself. Fuck and that's yeah. why he gets first every year. First every year, baby. <laughs> so what was he racing in? Fucking the, the electric wheelchair race, dog. 
What? Wait, wait, it was like, it was like a 25 meter. Yeah. Who can push their finger? That's what I was going to say. That's what's fucked about that. Who's got their wheelchair the most souped up? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I don't want to shit on a special Olympian, but... State champ special Olympian. Mississippi state champ special Olympian. Six years running. Six years running. Don't insult Don't insult Six years rolling. I feel like... I feel like having him do that, that's oh, like borderline insulting to the to the guy. I know. You gotta at least yeah. have him try. I know. Like, make him I was out there with him. I was out there with him, and then like these two other guys that like knew him apparently, they came out and brought him a card and a cigarette. This was like this is this is in Biloxi, Mississippi, by the way, for the people listening. It's really white trash. It's really me. important that you know where this is. <laughs> yeah, this is not <laughs> happening in California. Someone just shows up and gives one of these fucking guys a carton of cigarettes at the Special Olympics. Oh, my God. It was just really out of place. Yeah, if that yeah. happened in California, there would be like some like dude standing off the guy and go, Hey, man, that's not cool. He doesn't know any better not to right. smoke. <laughs> there would be some like, douchebag. Yeah, no, it was strange. So hey, man, I fucking I, let him smoke. When, I first, <laughs> when we first rolled up to dinner, like I got him his food and shit, and I started eating, I look over... And then I realized he can't, like, eat. And how this guy had to talk, like, he could listen. He knew exactly what we were saying to him. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, was, yeah, so like, we had to do, we had to put a pin and jam it in between his thumb, for the people listening, in between his thumb and his index finger, jam it in there. So he'd hold it, and he'd all, he could write cursive. So we'd put a thing up there, oh, and he'd wow. just write cursive. Uh, and he was like, the, it was so fucking, it was, it was really intense, because he would fucking focus so hard, he'd just start drooling while he was doing it. It was fucking... Again, I learned a lot, man. That was a, it was a good experience overall, but... Mm. I'm back to your first place thing. Yeah, do you think he had, like, uh, polio? Or, like, is it, like, straight... Or, uh, not polio, um... The MS? No, I'm no. trying to think of... Like, what my left foot thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Palsy. 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 Yeah. It, it Palsy. could be something like that, but, like, his arms and shit were, like, really small. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. like, like, like it's like his muscles atrophied at like a really young age mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a trip, dude. It's yeah. weird. But, you it know. was a trip. But then, see, and then there's some other bullshit about the Special Olympics. So there were some kids out there It's like, wait, what's wrong with this kid? They're like, oh, he's got ADHD. It's like, what? And he's just out there smacking. He's just smacking. That's like an advantage. Some little black kid out there straight smashing all these other kids. So and he's just like, yeah. And they're all like, I'm pretty sure if you were to analyze, uh, if you were to analyze any athlete, they probably all would have ADHD. I'm yeah, assuming. probably. Like, yes. I mean, that's a common thing, I would think. Well, also yeah, all I mean, the speculation. At least a high percentage. Yeah. Let's not say all, yeah. but you know, plus, very high percentage. Well, plus yeah. all the speculation that ADHD is like not even really a real thing. It's just like a yeah, matter. It's a real thing. Like, I'm, just, yeah. I'm talking about the speculation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, okay. it's it's a matter of like. Um, of, of the direction of your focus is like, can you focus on something that is uh, interesting to you? Can you focus on something that matters to you? Yeah. But not all the can, time though, but yeah, not no, all the time. Get, not yeah, not, not just on like, command like that. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, for sure. Cause like school matters to me. Right. And it really does. But it's like so fucking hard for me to sit there and right. buckle down. And like guitar matters to me, but then I can just pick it up and play for six hours straight. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's it's the, but the, there's different types of things yeah. that, that command your focus yeah. differently. Yeah. Um, That's interesting, actually, to think about. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't believe that uh, ADHD is not a real thing. I just mean that in the sense of like it's, I think it's different from what people, you know, like it's right. not something necessarily needs a pill. I, don't, I needs, don't think it's like a, know. I don't think it's like a, a red versus blue. You right. Know what I mean, like, right. like it's like two different kind of people. It's like, I think there's like various shades mm-hmm. and fucking yeah, degrees and like you know what yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and portions of things that get affected, mm-hmm. you know, just because we're all fucking, you know, it, mutants some shit. It's a fucking yeah. spectrum. Everything's a fucking hey, spectrum. Like, can we talk about the Golden State Killer? Did you hear about? This? Yeah, you know what? They and caught I him like two miles from my fucking house, right, bro. Yeah, and I haven't, I haven't <laughs> had this. He murdered people in like from all the way up there down to an IV. Like his, well, his oh let's, let's, let's before we go into it, let's give people a little uh, yeah, background. Yeah, run, run, run it down killer. for her. Um, I just I'm not, I'm not about him. super super well informed on the Golden State Killer. Have you watched the docu series? No, I haven't. Okay, there's a four episode docu series. Let me pull up the name of it. I was looking it up last night. I'm going to. We're gonna watch it tonight. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, so something interesting that I heard the other day, actually, it was one of my clients that I was training at the gym. She said that uh, the uh, the Golden State, I, or apparently one of the people he killed, I think, um, was from Santa Maria or worked in Santa Maria at some point or something it's like called, that. It's not over, and um, you can get it on Prime Video. It's four mm-hmm. It's four episodes. Um, this guy, uh, he, well, so he started out as the East Area Rapist. He's got 50 rapes under his belt and 12 murders. And Jesus they did, and you know how they caught him? This is how they caught him. One of his fucking relatives uh, did an Ancestry.com thing. The cops were bouncing uh, partial profiles. Okay. And they fucking caught him through that. Wait, so if the Golden State Killer is like the Michael Jordan of rape, that would make Bill Cosby like what? Like the Tim Duncan of rape? Like the Larry Bird of rape? <laughs> Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this guy was a lot more slick than Bill Cosby. This guy's a lot yeah. more slick. Here's the, the, one, the one story that sticks out for me from the show, right? So this is that they thought he was a cop the whole time, right? And this is the most savage shit ever. This is like fucking, this is so gnarly. So he, he was out like all these town hall meetings this and guy? shit. Yes. And fucking, um, he was at all these town hall meetings and shit, right? And fucking um, some guy at one of them early on, because he hadn't, all his, his MO was he would break in and rape women who were by themselves. Mm-hmm. And some guy stands oh, up and such an unusual. Some, yeah, like. so, well, some guy stands up and goes, This fucking coward. You know, he yeah. calls him a coward and he says, Fucking, he only, he only rapes women that are by themselves. Doug, eight months later, that guy got tied up in his kitchen and this dude put a stack of plates on his back and he said, If you move, I'm going to come out here and fucking kill you. And then he, while well, the guy proceeded to go rape his wife. That, guy, that same yeah, guy that said that shit, bro. This is it's fucking gnarly, dude. Like, this is a very insane story. Well, he, not only is he a <laughs> wow. killer or a serial rapist, because um, they said he committed at least 13 mover, uh, murders, over 50 rapes, and over 100 burglaries. Oh, yeah. He's oh, just he, like a, oh, he was just a savage, too. Yeah. He'd go in there and eat, like, food. Like, he'd tie him up and rape him and then, like, mm. work up an appetite. You know what I mean? Jesus like, Christ. Really, really uh, worked up an appetite raping. Yeah, apparently, it was a GED match was the... Uh, was the ancestry website that they found him on? I, yeah. I made a fucking post on my on my Instagram story. I said, uh, "Sometimes it be your own family trying to figure out how much Cherokee they have in them." This <laughs> 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 fucking asshole. He's got the what percent victim am I? He's got eighty percent. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> one uh, one fascinating thing about this guy is he has like a tons of different monikers. So not only was he the Golden State Killer, he was also the East. original Night Stalker. Oh, yeah, the original East, Night Stalker. East Area right, Rapist. The East Area Rapist, the Visalia Ransacker, East Bay <laughs> Rapist, and the Diamond Knot Killer. This um, is prolific. It's like pretty much any two words that you can put together that has like a horrible <laughs> thing at the end of it is yeah. what that guy did. The Asshole <laughs> Ravager. He's <laughs> 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 Asshole <laughs> Ravager. He said that his uh, span of killings, his, his uh, span of killings were from 1975 to 1986, and the reward amount was fifty thousand dollars. 
That seems kind of low. I'm yeah, but there's sure like I have 80s friends though. who have like like more bills than that. Mm-hmm. You gotta think there's like there's the 70s, dude. 50 grand in the 70s. That's a lot of money, man. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, no, it's true. Like, uh, inflation rates are fucking I'm tremendous I'm right let's now. Let's see what it was. Yeah, compared to where let's we were see. at. Let's see. $50,000. No, 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 no. Look at this. On June 15th, 2016, the, the FBI and local law enforcement agencies held a news conference to announce a nationwide effort and a $50,000 reward for his capture. So this was in 2016. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, so Wait a minute. Long. How much was uh, $50,000 in 2016, though, compared <laughs> yeah. to <the> <laughs> It's got to have gone up to maybe like, you know, 52,000 or something. Okay, okay so in, ni- if it, if in 1978, 50 grand would be worth 198 grand. So, yeah. Well, that's a lot of... But still, yeah, yeah, yeah for, for... For 2016, you know. because it's shot in the dark, bro. They just figure somebody will fucking come and fucking maybe narc. But this guy didn't even get narked out, dude. Like, that's what's fucking even crazier. He would have taken it... I just want to see the interviews they're going to have mm-hmm. with this motherfucker. It's going to be pretty fast. some cold shit, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It does beg the question, though, even though I would be curious to see the interviews and kind of what he has to say, um, do you think it's, like, wrong to to give, like, because it's almost, I don't know, is it wrong to give him that type of publi- no. publicity? Uh, I think we need to get, I think, well, no, I think it's, I think uh, it's uh, healthy that the public gets to understand yeah. what the fuck, these fuck yeah. what the fuck goes through these psychopaths' heads. Well, that, for, it's for, already been done. For, yeah, 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 It's already been done. For, for human betterment and discovery, like, psychological <laughs> understanding of, like, what goes on in the mind of a killer, I totally understand that, like, having therapists analyze this guy and interview him. Also, I think society has a right to closure. Yeah. Yeah. We, right. we as people, when something like this happens, sure, it's giving this guy notoriety and it's giving him uh, publicity and we're we're taking all those fucking, you know, the East Bay asshole ravager fucking names <laughs> and like putting those aside and putting a real name and face to those. But as a society overall, we want to be able to look at this piece of history and be like, all right, this is what happened. This is who did it. This is what everything now, we know about that guy. If they stop, now let's let's turn it in a different direction. If they were to stop, let's say they were decided that they wanted to do like a media blackout for like school shooters since that's like so huge right now. Do mm-hmm. you think that would reduce school shootings no. in any way? No. Or do you think people, no. if, if the killer got zero attention after the shooting, do you now, think well, here's would, the thing. if so their name was never people, even brought up? They, it doesn't matter. This guy was so good at what he did that you could have a copycat go and try a couple times, but they're, they're not gonna, you know what I mean? It's not gonna cause that much harm. Dude, yeah. this guy's like a, he's like a modern, like, Gacy and shit. Like, he's, and he's, he's, a, he's gonna go, He went like, down for, no, so. he, he, nobody's lasted this long without getting yeah, caught. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's at the top of the heap. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the new, like, um... Bundy. Green yeah. River Killer. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if any of the, uh, if any of, like, well, I don't know, was the Zodiac active in the 70s? I wonder 60s. if any other, 60s. yeah, he was 60s, I think, but I wonder if any other murders that have happened, he's, like, responsible for. I wonder if he's... Well, that's another thing, like, like he, he, he might... Dude, be... he's, he's Mr. Brooks. He's, like, <laughs> he's different killers throughout generations. Have you ever heard the Stranglers podcast? No. About the Boston Strangler? That's mm-hmm. really interesting. Because there was a bunch of different dudes that they Did, suspected, and uh, you, how about the Hillside Stranglers? Have you heard that story? It's with it's these so. two guys from LA. Have you guys um, heard about the Stockton Stranglers? That's old school nicknames, dude. Like, um, <laughs> so Hillside Stranglers. So they were two guys. Yeah, two guys. It was like two cousins, and this was like in the seventies. I want to say in the eighties, maybe late seventies, early eighties, possibly. They were fucking 
just uh, picking up hitchhikers and, you know, just like disenfranchised women and just brutalizing these bitches. Um, yeah. So I'm, just, I'm watching the waves. You're I'm good. trying to make sure you guys um, get good. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's, um, check out, just YouTube. I just YouTube yeah. shit. You I mean, I've mean? heard like little things about them before, <laughs> but I've never like extensively looked into them. Yeah. Well, uh, let's move on from cereal. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, a, that's a pretty dark. We talk about retards and serial killers. Yeah. How about some drugs? Uh, yeah, about drugs. let's talk about drugs. So, um, so uh, well, we brought Dirk out here. I want Dirk. Dirk's the only one in the room that's actually done DMT. So, what's your talk about? Well, um, what do you think about it? What's your yeah? Um, give us some insight. Hands down, the strongest thing I've ever done. Okay. I mean, if if. Uh, Sleep paralysis was fun. That's what it would be like. Okay. <laughs> kind of in a way. I can see um, that. Yeah. Uh. Now, basically, um, now smoke can only last about five minutes, but it feels like about half an hour. Mm-hmm. But literally, it's like when people talk about seeing like other dimensions and stuff like that. I completely understand mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's literally like that. Um, God, it's just hard. It's hard to explain. It's just Wait, explain, the, explain the process. Explain smoking it. Okay. So like explain, okay. explain, take us, walk us through okay. how you do it and where you smoke. And just try to follow that path into what you see and let that come out of your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, so okay. just you're, you're, you start at the beginning and right. go to the end. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So basically, how it's done is um, threshold is about five milligrams. Um, heavy dose is considered fifty. Um, I like to do about 20 to 30. Um, and basically, it's just your, your couch locked. Like, you basically you get closed eye visuals. It's just you cannot move. So you're smoking and lay back. You basically, basically like, you can do it through, like, a, uh, you know, you can do it, like, on, like, weed or, or uh, like, a, a dab rig. You can do that. You just kind of drop it right in the dab rig, you know, and smoke it like that. Um, and it takes about five seconds or so to kick in. And when it does, it's just amazing. Yeah, it takes about five seconds. And then it's all I hate waiting for my feel... drugs to work. Stop, stop, motherfucker. Get to it, mushrooms. Yeah. What the hell? Then <laughs> all of a sudden, you just feel like this buzzing, like this whoa, I don't know, the, the vibration of the earth or whatever you call it. I don't know. But um, it's just, it's, it's just intense. I mean, it's just... Is it completely unique, or is it with, with similar to any okay. other... Now, since it, it, it is a trip to me, it, it's in the same categories like mushrooms. Because ultimately, mushroom psilocybin converts into uh, 4-ACO-DMT. That's the mm-hmm. end product. Uh, this is just NN-DMT. So it's kind of in the same family, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just 4-ACO lasts a little bit longer. Um, this one is definitely more potent. Mm-hmm. Um, there's ways to make, you can make it last longer. Like, there are certain herbs you can take that, that are MAOIs. They, they help you recycle single amino acids, make it last five or six hours. That's basically what ayahuasca is. Okay. And it's, um, yeah. Would it be desirable to have a five or six hour DMT trip? It'd be very purging. <laughs> I tell you that much. Yeah. It'd be very purging. Um, I, I, you know, I definitely want to try it. But uh, it's it, it's it's intense. It would, yeah. Yeah, it's like brain <laughs> fucking. You're like looking up at the top of a mountain at that point. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's can I do it? It's just visual. Yeah. It's just you close your eyes. You just drift. You like time travel. See, like it, It's just the most. Yeah, it's just the most intense thing I've ever ever done. So it, it wow. always is sounding awesome to me. I'm gonna shit my pants yeah. in the middle of it. It's gonna be so intense. I'm just gonna fucking. I I, I evacuate. I've always liked the sound of DMT. I always wanted to try it. It definitely sounded like something that. that not just I would enjoy, I would get an experience out of, which is definitely my thing for sure. But um, I, how how 
does it compare in any way? How would you compare it to, um, uh, what is it fucking called? The, uh, the Indian stuff. That ayahuasca. There. Not ayahuasca. The, uh, uh, the, what, the salvia? Salvia. salvia. That's it. Because okay. I've had okay. bad experiences on salvia, uh, yeah, and they I'm are absolutely terrifying. nightmarish. Fucking like, terrifying. Like, you're so, a lot more like, likely to have a bad experience in salvia than you are DMT. That's what I figured. DMT uh, is well, it's really peaceful. If you, if yeah. you, look, you, know, if you, you get intense, it's really roller coastery. Yeah. If you read but, about salvia, yeah. it'll straight up tell you like 9 out of 10 users never want to use it again. Right, and that was me. I did it, and I literally thought I was going to hell. I thought my soul had been stolen, I was being shot to hell. I'm going to look up the DMT. Pretty much everybody I've spoken to who's done salvia have all had bad trips. I've, yeah, nobody's had a good one. Yeah, no, it's not enjoyable at all. You know, you know, it's not enjoyable at all. See, like, by the but like the idea of it to be in a in a full blown trip where you're yeah, completely you're outside gone, your body. Yeah, yeah. That sounds fun to me. That's something yeah, I want yeah. to experience. But I want to experience that in a in a less like painful way. Right. <laughs> what salvia yeah, does to me like with uh, salvia, the common thread is that uh, people just always seem to think that they've died. I like yeah. my my. I only did salvia yeah. once. My salvia trip. I thought I died. I went to heaven. Um, you thought you died and went to hell. So uh, yeah. Another yeah. one that I know of a friend of mine. He uh, thought that a giant zipper zipped through the planet and killed everybody, and yep. it was the end of the world. Uh-huh. I mean, every single one that I know is just horrific. So um, I didn't know when I took salvia like how you're supposed to take it. I don't remember what what like X we got it. I think we got like the 15x or 20x uh, or something and it was my first time so my friends are just like you know okay so i'm gonna pack this in the bong you take a little hit and i didn't know that it doesn't rip like weed it's super thin so right. i take the bong rip of it's it like and, and yeah. i just rip the whole fucking thing and i just oh, like took a big yeah so i take it and i'm like like so much smoke comes out like a fucking cannon and I'm like I should probably sit down before I and then my friends told me what happened was I was just like and I just leaned off to the side. That's another common thing. A lot of people lean, like, yeah. talk yeah. about invisible walls or yeah. invisible force kind of push. Well, you know, see, yeah. that's what I thought when I did mine, is I felt like there was a, when you said the wall thing, it made me think of, I kept seeing, like, layers of bricks, like Legos. That happened in mine as well. Go, a lot of people say that, too. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, kind of the same thing. There's no warming up period with mm-hmm. Salvia. I mean, No, you get hit by a train, it's, and it's yeah. gone. It's right yeah. into it, yeah. and uh, yeah. the same thing. I smoked mine out of the bong. We had we got some forty X. Yeah, and dude, it just about killed me. I yeah, that's what I. Did. <laughs> it was I not fucking fun. was yeah. I was uh, flying, dude. Yeah, it scared the shit uh, out of me. So, it scared me worse than anything. So what I thought, uh, the the first thing that I remember being able to like semi coherently recognize was I am shooting at light speed. And mm-hmm. I'm like so fast, and uh, there's a spiraling, uh, there's a spiraling void uh, of green that mm-hmm. I'm being shot through, and I'm just like slowly understanding, and I'm like, this is the gateway to hell. I'm being shot into the gateway <laughs> to hell. This is this is the way that it goes. And I look to the side, and I see these little, um, I see these little wood cutouts on a, on a railing following me, and these little wood cutouts have uh, have printed pictures 
of all my friends that are there with me. Wow. And they're all on these they're they're all on these uh, printed cutouts and they're pointing at me and laughing. And I realized at this time that they were demons who'd stolen my soul and sent me to hell. Uh, yeah, and that was my trip, dude. That's a very it was, yeah. Fuck that. I didn't want to do that <laughs> drug again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and I and I felt physical pain too as I was like spinning yeah. through the void. What it turned out it was was that I was rolling around on the grass like. <laughs> like <laughs> That's the it's like that episode of South Park where they're cheesy, bro. It's yeah. like the equivalent. Yeah. Fucking like yeah, that's yeah. Tunnel was green. It's because you're on the Yeah, grass. that's exactly yeah. why. Uh, that's why there was a, it was a green spiral because I was rolling on the ground looking uh, at my like, my salvia trip. My first one at Dirk's house, right? Uh, Dirk had an easy up out there, you know, like an easy up, and it had one of the canopy like nets, right? Mm-hmm. That was that was hanging out on the back. And I was like, I'll fucking try it first, right? And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do it first. Fuck yeah. So I fuck, I fucking rip it, and then. What must have happened, you know, talking about yeah. your outside effects, fucking with your trip. Yeah. The wind blew a little bit on my leg. And mm-hmm. it fucking, in my trip, it turned into a circus tent. And I cut it off. <laughs> and then I look up, and it's it's Dirk, John, and Derek Carlson. And they're sitting there with knives in my trip. And my fucking glasses, and my glasses fucking fall off. And then, like, D-Rock picks them up. And then this is, like, kind of when I come back, too. And I go, get my glasses, motherfucker. I snatch them from his hand. I was like, fuck you. Like, fuck you, because I thought they all had knives. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Well, when I kind of came back, they, what they told me, like, I don't remember this uh, clearly, but what they told me was I hugged everybody. So what happened was, what I do remember was that I was being pulled back. And I could, I had this, like, really, like, like overwhelming uh, force pulling me back. And I was like, I escaped the tunnel. I'm free. I'm back alive. But if I get pulled back in there, like, I'm never getting out again. And I remember, like grabbing people like to like hold on to them. I see people and be, like grabbing them trying not to get pulled back and I would like pull one and like toss them off and get to the next one so I was apparently I was like fucking hugging people and they just throw like <laughs> 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 the next while, one wait, while you were tripping? Yeah. Oh, well okay. that was when I was like, like coming, coming back coming from back. that was like uh, that was like the I don't know whatever the sixth minute of the Salvia trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's the crazy like, you know what the crazy thing about Salvia is too is like all of these experiences we we're talking about are insane, and the shit was sold in stores. <laughs> you could just buy this yeah. shit yeah. at a head shop, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, well, there were a few other ones. I don't know if you can. You still buy it? Salvia, I imagine so. I, I, I haven't heard of it being. You never go buy it again. Yeah, they, yeah. they're like, <laughs> go ahead. You're not gonna do it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Who, the, who the fuck would sell that shit? It's got no return clientele. Yeah, dude. When I had that other bag of it, like, so Melby, like, Melby had this other bag, and we brought it over to like Rafferty's house, and it was like. Rafferty, like Burrow, fucking Jitratjes, you know what I mean? And fucking, uh, I get them all to do it for the first time. And I'm just sitting there watching. Like, do you see, watching people have these fucking awful trips is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's fucking. It's great. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's some of the best. When you <laughs> already know, like, the, the, the oh. so I did. Yeah, you I, already know it's going to happen. Yeah. I did do it a second time. I was a lot more careful about it. I was a lot more controlled. I smoked it on weed. I just sprinkled it over weed and I smoked it out of a pipe and I knew what I was in for. So I was like, all right. And I was just hanging out. This one was actually kind of cool, but it was like, it was like unsettled. It wasn't like, it's not a cool feeling. Um, 
psychedelic. It's it gives you this uneasy, like weird yeah. feeling. And yeah. I, I um tons of anxiety. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was sitting there. Yeah. Waves of yeah. 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 So I'm just thinking. Yeah. 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 Three quarters of the gram sits on the shelf. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. What is yeah. the rationale behind that? Where you guys like, dude, you know, we were fucking, the dude's a soft said it was good. Eventually, it's gonna be good. Oh, at some right. point. No, Someone's so gonna Dirk, like this hey, sooner or later. Dirk smokes it at the beach, and fucking, we don't walk away from him at all. But in his trip, it looked like we straight ditched his ass. And this yeah, motherfucker yeah, straight almost bashed front of us like a rock, bro. He was so upset. He's like, we don't ever leave someone on a fucking trip. And we didn't. Oh, so we, we, we fucking didn't. Like, we literally didn't. That's what oh, the, the worst part was. We're like, we're like, what? What? We didn't leave. We're right here. We're right here. It's with you, uh...
I was like, yeah, can we go to Black's Beach when I come down there? Because uh, my buddy's over here hyping it up. Um, <laughs> you said the nude beach? That's it the, the, the text it, it might be. I don't know. Uh, I just know it's a type. It sounds a, like a nude beach. Yeah, it could be, because uh, that makes sense. <laughs> Black's Beach. <laughs> White guy wants to. Go. Yeah. It's like it's <laughs> it's not really for white guys. It's uh, uh, it's because well, uh, it can't be called White's Beach. Oh man, anybody else got any cool cool drug stories? No, I mean mine are. I I I've just I have a mass first trim trip. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I was there. I, I'd love to hear this. You should eat an eighth. I just, I've just, uh, just determined that I, I just can't do psychedelics. I mean, I can't. I just oh, don't dude, respond to them. They're, they're the like, best. They're the only uh, thing I wanted to do. Uh, my, uh, our first shrimp trip was when we were 16. Yeah. And uh, we went we went and got these shrimp. They were really pretty looking shrimp. They, they were, were like blue and gold. And they were, they were, like, the first ones I did were like blue and like kind of reddish color. Yeah. They were super well, cool. Well, it was weird back then because there was this whole little... They were giving us chocolates. Yeah. Well, when you're 16, you can only get so many drugs. Like, yeah, right. exactly. You have but a very then limited you kind of get You get the drugs that are available to you but when you're That's 16. what I was going right. to say. Things whatever. Were, it seems like a bit available. Whatever someone's 16. older brother knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it seems like things ebbed and flowed more back then. Like, you know, you would have like six months or a few months where you would just have really, really good weed and then it would dry up for a little bit and everybody yeah. had crap weed mm-hmm. and uh, just stuff like that. But anyways, we, I, from you got what chronic, it, bro. There's Mr. Nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you, when you would call the dealer and he would go, uh, you'd be like, let me get a twofer and he'd be like, two for 35, bro. It's bomb this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. Douchebaggery. Um, AKA, I'm short this time and I need yeah. to make up some money. Um, so... Yeah, so we uh, yeah we went and got these shrooms, and uh, I don't know what made us decide to go to the mall, but that's what we did. We took them in the car, and then I the first thing I remember saying as we were walking into the mall was I told Wyatt, I was like, dude, I think these are bunk. They're not even worth it. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I remember him telling me before I lost consciousness, he said, just wait. <laughs> that was it. And then before you know it, like I don't even remember the tra- I don't remember the transition into being high because it was like it was so crazy. I mean, mm. I felt like I was just sinking into the floor, and then all of a sudden, the, the, I remember being in Spencer's uh, and I was looking at like some Sin City action figures, and I just couldn't even like. I, I didn't even know what I was looking yeah. at. You know, you just—it's—it's it's like a dream. You know, you yeah. can't really. You don't really know what to do. Balls. It's too much information for you. Yeah, to process too much. All and too many parts of your brain are firing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and we went to. I I think where I started to have a back trip is uh, you know, I was still managing my trip. I think okay, but then we ended up walking to uh, Richard's uh, grandma's house, and uh, he started to play. And it, this is the the strange thing about uh, drugs is you never know what's gonna bother you or what's gonna mm-hmm. trigger a bad trip. Right. And for whatever reason, oh, him, shrooms. Yeah, yeah. For, for, for whatever reason, <laughs> more, more particularly, shrooms are the only one that if somebody yeah. can come in and just yell, and your yeah. whole entire existence everything just is fucking yeah. warm. So everything gets cold. You're like, you like, ooh, to recover from it. Yeah. You know, somebody yeah. yelled once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if, no, if you're, if you're uh, on hell with acid, if, if someone does that to me on acid, I just laugh in their face. You know what I mean? Me and Tom were were shrooming up on Arca Hill one time with with Danny Problem Solver, and like, and. <laughs> Do you guys remember Danny Problem Solver? This is the day he got his nickname. Which one? I don't know his last Danny name. Danny Prendergast? Uh, no, no, not Danny Prendergast. Oh, it's the blonde guy, always wore a hat. Like, 
curly blonde. Oh, dude. Danny Alexander. Danny Alexander, oh. yeah. <laughs> Danny Problem Solver. He, uh, he was hanging out with me and Tom when we were Sherman up on Arcade Hill. And uh, me and Tom were fucking blitzed. And uh, Danny just took like a cap. So he was like mostly coherent. And me and Tom were just tripping, having a great time. And all of a sudden we just hear like this horn. And me and Tom were just like... <laughs> I was like, like, shit! It could be anything! And Danny's just like, I'm gonna solve this problem. <laughs> like, I'm gonna make sure this is okay, guys. And uh, and he said that like three times that day, and we just started calling him Danny Problem Solver. He's a very, that guy's a caretaker. He um, He's a really good guy. Yeah. But, so here's a funny Tom story with this guy. So when Tom got his DUI, you're gonna hear this, this is brutal. Right. Tom got his DUI, he was hanging out with Danny, problem solver. So Danny. Here's my keys. Don't <laughs> let me have my keys. And then Tom got drunk, and he said, Danny, give me my keys. And he goes, no, I'm not going to give you keys. And then Tom beat the shit out of him and took his keys, and then crashed his car like five minutes later. I was about to fucking say that. I was going to tell you that that must have been the story. Yeah. And then Tom got a DUI, he crashed his car into a curb like five minutes later, and that was That's the end really of it. Horrible That's horrible and all. That's what you deserve. Okay, you beat you up your friend. No, you for doing what you asked him to do. It's instant karma. Yeah. You just got oh, instant karma. Yeah. I fucking love Tom. He's such a character. <laughs> Talk about your soul just getting shitted on. You deserve it, though, didn't you? Yeah. People do. I don't give a fuck if you're drunk or not. If you're, yeah. if you're treating people like that, yeah, dude, don't, fuck don't, you. Don't beat yeah. up your friend. Right. Like, there's, there's no excuse for that. No, dude. And, you know, Tom, Tom had a rash of violence and shit, but I feel like he's uh, like in a pretty good spot every time I've talked to him. He's, in, dude, he's, he's hella he's happy, yeah. hella happy. Yeah. He always yeah. seems like he's doing good down there. Hey, him and I have been friends since I was seven years old. So, yeah. like, we go like, way back. Like, that's I, what, he's family to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, and I, it's been nice to see him, you know, get past mm-hmm. the let, let me beat up my friend because he won't give my keys. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah. I've been super tight with Tom for a long time. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, yeah, we, we go way back. He's good people. Not, not as far back we, as you we guys. We shouted him like, out on the last podcast because he left us a comment. Yeah, hey, did you did. see? Did you see the fucking? Um, did you see the fucking? Did he send you the video of the did, the, the yeah. Texas chili home review? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, that was uh, So okay. Tom, you know, he follows like these like uh, you know vape reviewers and shit like uh-huh. that, and this dude does like a basically like a it looks like it's like a one on one vlog mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Yeah. And uh, he has people send in their stories, and Tom sent in the story of the Texas chili hole, and this guy read it on the air. Tom sent me the link. He's all turned it to like two minutes and ten two two hours even and ten seconds or some shit. And sure enough, he's like, oh, we got Tom here with the story of the Texas chili hole. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> this whole fucking. <laughs> <laughs> It was his birthday. We were 14 years old, so we were not doing drugs. We were not drinking. No, nobody had nobody had ever had a drink. Nobody had ever had a drug. No. And our whole group We of had friends. just stayed up all night the night before. Drinking hell of Mountain Dew. Like, like ungodly amounts of Mountain Dew. Right on. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, we didn't even know. Apparently, the Texas Chili Hole was like a... A thing, you know, but I don't. Yeah, we we like tested time. it, like we didn't believe it. So Tom passed out, and he had his shorts were hanging down, like partially. I'm, I'm in so much suspense because I don't actually okay. know what a Texas oh, Chili Hole is. Tom's shorts were partially hanging down. This is already and off to a bad we, start. We, we pulled, we pulled his, <laughs> we pulled his boxers back. With and a then, stick. And then we, uh, like we found like multiple, multiple, <laughs> multiple of like the hottest hot sauces we could find in Casey Manfredi's house. Yeah. And fucking straight poured hot sauce right down his ass crack and it just seeped into he his woke ass. Up. While he was fucking, while he was he, sleeping. His butt marinated for a good like 15 at minutes. Least, probably. At least. Yeah, he no, ended up waking up. No more up. than a half hour, but oh, definitely man. more than 15 He ended up waking up and it was the funniest thing because he, he, was, no like in a, he was in a daze. He sat up. And then you saw we saw him check his ass, and then he and just we're like all laughing. yeah we were laughing, <laughs> and he just wouldn't say anything to anybody. And then we were like outside walking, and he kept checking his ass. And then finally he goes, uh, 
He goes, Casey, uh, can I borrow your scooter? And he was like, yeah, sure. And he just rode off really fast on the scooter. So we didn't, we didn't hear from him for like an hour. And then we went back to our friend David's house, and then all of a sudden we get a phone call from Tom's dad. And he, and he leaves a message, and he goes, um, you guys put salsa in Tommy's asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've Tom, heard that. Hey, Tom, heard said, that part, yeah. Tom said he had to sit flat ass in a fucking ice cold bathtub and drag his ass like a dog does his ass across the carpet just to, fucking, just to cool his asshole off. Oh, God. I'm fucking crying. That's so funny. The funny part was, when he came back, he wasn't, he could have been a lot more mad. Like, he wasn't. Yeah. Crazy mad about it. He, he almost was, kind I of like, smiled about no, it. No, I bet you. Smile. I remember dude, he did smile I, a little. And he's like, "Why the fuck did you guys do that?" No, I bet <laughs> you. He, no. knew, he knew how funny I, it was. Yeah, 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 no, I bet that's you. That's how our group of friends is, dude. Like, yeah. like they can just straight get their asshole scorched, no. and they just know <laughs> that it had to happen to somebody. No. I, you know, I, I bet you he was. I bet you after checking his asshole and feeling well, all that burning shit, he was probably stoked that he didn't get raped by somebody. Once he realized that nobody fucked his asshole, he's like, "The Texas." Chili hole's not that bad. Somebody raped him with Frank, a chili pepper. Frank from Frank's Red Hot Sauce raped him. <laughs> Frank <laughs> raped him. <laughs> the fucking Tapatio guy fucked him in the ass. But I, you know, I had, I, I'll I, never eat chili again. I did hear about the uh, the Texas chili hole. Like I, I, I think it was. You, you had to have told us about it or something. No, the Texas chili hole. No, I still remember. I uh, the Texas chili hole. Where I thought did? of on the spot. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't like. A, I'd never heard of it prior sure? to that. It's got to be on a prediction. No, I'm guys. positive. Uh, I, I did it is find by out, now, anyway. No, I did find oh, yeah. out. After yeah. today, it's no, definitely so on there. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. After it's not, the fact, I'm publishing it. I got three publishers. After, after the fact, I did hear of the same thing. <laughs> but during the time, it was just like, uh-huh. I remember we had all stayed up that night, and we were all trying to stay awake. All hopped oh, up yeah. on Mountain Dew. There's not. There's a Texas chili bowl. <laughs> Okay. What? Uh-oh. Oh, no. It's probably the same thing. So, yeah, no, so I, I so when I thought of it though, it was literally just like we were. I was trying to think of something to do to the first person that fell asleep, and I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how hot sauce came to mind. Okay, no, okay. Here's the Texas Chili Bowl referred to in an episode of South Park. It involves Tabasco sauce, a telephone, and the anus. I think subconsciously you might have taken that because we did watch a lot of South Park. This was published in '05. So mm-hmm. this was prior to. 05. Well, I know this was prior uh, to 05, oh, but South Park. It's, it's the fucking. How does it involve the phone? It's though? the Where Trent. Does that come into play? It, that's just part of the episode. That's part of the, uh, the fucking line. It's from the Trent Boyette episode of South Park, which is a fucking. Oh, super oh yeah, 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 when it talks one. about yeah, 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 when the kids are all in the hospital. Yeah. And they, oh yeah. yeah, the te- oh, okay, I remember. Yeah. 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 I always thought he said Texas Chili Hole, though. Yeah, well, so it's fucking, like, oh, I could still yeah. publish Texas Chili Hole as when you put hot sauce in your friend's asshole. Yeah, let's really do it. Very good. Great, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're kind of keep keep get, moving. Yeah, get that like get get that in Urban yes. Dictionary. So that's that's official. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's that that's a heavy point to to leap <laughs> off of. <laughs> I mean, where do you go from from where Texas Chili Hole? Well, Tom can, and the I Texas can, uh, Chili Hole. So I can finish my uh, my trip story here. Um, yes. What uh? So what set me off on my mushroom trip, as we were talking about, was Richard playing guitar. And every time he would riff that guitar, I was just thinking, oh, man, his fucking grandma's going to come out of the room and she's going to kill us. He's playing that guitar way too loud (laughs) for some reason. And he would play guitar all the time. It was not a big deal. And then I was like, um, it was like in a movie where I would be like, Richard, no, don't do that, dude. And he'd be like, 
Every time I heard that, Richard ate like one shroom. Yeah, every time I ate, I heard that fucking guitar. It was like, it was like fucking. It was like in uh, Law and Order when it's like, dun, dun. Dun. it was just yeah. like, <laughs> it was killing me. And that that cascaded it. That set off the bad trip. Mm. And then after that, it was just all horrible. And then I, I, the deepest point of my trip, I think the, 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 the biggest thing I took from my mushroom trip, because we were 16 at the time, is I realized I was still like a total baby. Because I kept having visions of having to go home and tell my mom what I had done to myself. Like I, I kept having visions like, fuck, I fried myself permanently. What am I going to do? I'm going to have to go home and tell my mom what I did to myself. And I kept thinking about that and envisioning. And it was, but it wasn't like, but what people don't understand who haven't done psychedelics is it's not like uh, an anxiety type thing where you're imagining <coughs> scenarios. When I'm envisioning me going home and telling my mom, I feel like it's actually mm-hmm. happening. It yeah. feels as though it's happening to me. Now, it's, do you think that that was only because you're 16 years old? And when you're 16 years old, our perception of time is fucking weak. Yeah, weak probably. as fuck. Well, our perception. Like this, yeah, I could eat a fucking eighth of mushrooms and not like not. I mean, I'll be fucked up. Okay, like don't get me wrong, yeah. mm-hmm. but dude, I'm not gonna be dissociated with life that mm-hmm. hard. You know what no, I mean? Like, yeah, just, like, well, yeah. I mean, you're 16 you're, though. That's it, why. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's it's it, not just our, associ- our our uh, our perception of time, but like our our emotional development and everything right. is is yeah. just retarded. It's yeah. like we're yeah. Yeah. the time yeah. where everything's and we're and he's and he's sitting there thinking about like something that's gonna be really upsetting. Like, oh, I gotta tell my mom about something scary, and he's like, this is probably forever. But it, but I mean, and everything is just but it, compounding. But it wasn't, but it wasn't like, like a, it wasn't like a like if I'm sitting here right and I start to have a bad thought and it bugs me, I still can distinguish that that's not really happening. Yeah. This felt I I was in my kitchen for and sure I was telling my mom. I mean it felt real, you mm-hmm. know. Like I thought it was really happening, and then it wasn't until like three hours later when I started to come down and I was like, oh okay, you're fine, everything's mm-hmm. gonna be okay. But it took a little while. Mm-hmm. It was fucking scary. Yeah, that's yeah. when it. But you know what's great about it is it's a total ego check. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. You realize how close yeah. you are to death, like how easily you could just, you know, it just yeah. like completely puts you in your place. Mm-hmm. It really does. That's one thing. Uh, drug, I drugs, about it. yeah, psychedelics have mm-hmm. a tendency to to do that. Like uh, for Absolutely. for something that takes you so far from your normal reality it really does give you a a, a different perspective on actual reality yeah, it kind of like, refreshes it's, you it's kind of like, it the, opposite. Like, it's kind of it's, like the opposite of cocaine where yeah. you feel like you could um you know i think i think i want to climb everest i uh no you, you know I'm, I'm i could totally i could probably shit. do that right now let's go dude let's make some plans <laughs> yeah um I, I feel like psychedelics. It's like you're you. It's it's like you just reset your computer and you cleared your cache and you're just like, all right, yeah. I'm. Uh, it's a good purge. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm back to normal. I'm <laughs> like, I'm okay with where I'm at. Things are better than I'm than I feel like they are. So we're good. Like I feel I always feel like that after I do psychedelics. Yeah, yeah. So well, one thing I was I was talking to Keith yesterday and we were. Uh, we wanted to, uh, Keith had mentioned how he wanted to definitely talk about some uh, hip-hop related stuff with you. Oh, for sure, yeah. That, one thing that I thought would be cool, and of course, you know, um, you'd be the guy to talk to about it, but I was curious about, because I remember, like, so when you did your show at, like, Ace of Spades, and I would mm-hmm. talk to you about just the whole process of getting booked and stuff like that, it was really kind of uh, eye-opening in a way, because you're Consulting. the first person I'd really talk to who, like, went through that process, you know? Mm-hmm. And just about, it's like people picture it in their head as this glamorous, like, fucking Yeah, well, no, so here's, here's the fucking problem. In, in some areas, being an opener for a fucking big show 
might be more of a like a privilege versus mm-hmm. something that you just like anybody can do bro. yeah like, anybody can do it like um you just gotta pay these people their money for the ticket sales and they'll push mm-hmm. you out there it's really actually pretty shitty and uh, you know it took me a long time to like get sick of it um like i'm not ever gonna play another show that i'm selling tickets for again right i'm playing a show that some motherfucker else is selling tickets for me because i'm just or I'm not playing, right. you know, or I'll go do an open mic. Um, but basically, yeah, uh, you go. Uh, they they go. Hey, you want to be on this show? Okay, um, you need to sell thirty tickets. Yeah, and then tickets are thirty bucks each, so you owe them nine hundred dollars. Yeah, and you know. So basically, yeah, you're paying to be there. Yeah, it's not that different. It's not that different from having fights. Right. I mean, a, a lot of the time, they don't they don't have a limit requirement on on when you're fighting in a competition. You make money at they, some, at a certain point. Well, they go like, all right. If you sell this many tickets, you'll get like $5 a ticket. Yep. If you don't sell enough tickets, Same you don't shit. get anything. Well, what I started doing, I started throwing my own shows because mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I go to the Asia Space show, there's 1,100 people there, dog. At the end of it, nine people come up to me and go, dude, you're fucking really good, man. Fucking that was dope. Mm-hmm. I go play a show for 20 people. Nine people come up to me at the end and go, dog, that was really dope. So I was like, <laughs> all right, fucking, yeah, fuck who gives a fuck? Yeah. I'll throw my own shows. So I found a venue um, who was really affordable. They were charging me $140 on a Thursday night that came with a guy that ran the sound, that came with the bartender, that came with the security. Oh, sweet. Yeah, fucking That's not sweet. bad at all. Yeah. Okay, so what I would do is I would get like eight acts, right? Uh, and I would tell each of those guys, I only need five ticket sales from each of you guys. I'll give you as many tickets as you want. You can have the rest of the money from all of them. They're $10 mm-hmm. each. So you can make more money than probably I'm gonna make on here. Yeah. It's like a co-op at that point. Yeah. Like we're just trying everybody's, to have this. Everybody's I'm doing just their putting business. my name down. Like you guys are all contributing just as evenly as me. Mm-hmm. I'm just the one put my name on the motherfucker. So um, I broke even on most of those. Um, broke even and did uh, I did twelve of those I think. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them we did a twelve hour show uh, through and fuck I think we made seven hundred bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Nice little outing. Nice. Yeah. Um, did drugs all day long, fucking played fucking music, fucking, it was cool. It was That's awesome. Times. Yeah. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, I got to be too much of a grind. It gets really, they, well, I get, I got to the point where, you know, I just wasn't getting a boner from getting up in front of 20 people no more. It's just right. not doing it for me. So right. it's like, all right, well, I'll just wait until I'm in a place where I'm, you know, I'm like really enjoying it. Right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm still <clears throat> making music like a motherfucker. I'm in are the you, studio every week, um, damn near every week. Are you, uh... Were you trying to uh, progress your shows, make bigger I shows? I honestly had no idea, man. Yeah. I, I, so you, you know, just you, hit that point where what you were doing was Well, I was really like, okay, no, these guys, well, they, they, then I, I get to the point, I look at the promoters, and I'm like, okay, well, fucking, you're not any smarter than me. Why the fuck mm-hmm. am I putting money in your pocket? Fuck this yeah. shit. Okay, I'm going to go make money. I got to fucking figure this shit out for sure, some for other sure. way. So, um, yeah, the the goal now, I had to dial back and go, okay, that wasn't getting me paid. Um I have teamed up with a guy who is just as good as me, if not maybe a little bit better. Um, and him and I, and it might take us two years to make this album. We're going to do an album. We're going to make sure that there's a full-length, fucking really high-quality video and a sketch mm-hmm. for every single song. So probably seven videos, eight videos awesome. maybe. Yeah. Um, and again, it's probably going to take two years. But then we're just going to fucking save up a couple thousand dollars, go to L.A. for a week or two, and just fucking knock down every door humanly possible because that's a better route, or at least it's a different avenue than what I've tried before. Mm-hmm. And if we have, my, my idea is if we have videos with sketches you have three chances of 
when you show somebody that they're gonna like it, they can go, I don't give a fuck about that song, but who wrote that sketch? That's funny. Yeah. Or I don't give a fuck about that sketch, that song's dope. Or I don't like the sketch or the song, but who shot that? It was done really well. You know what I mean? So well, so that's that's my next move. Well the fact that you have all those things planned for and you put the time into it and you're not in a hurry. Yeah, you have years. a yeah, you have a completed piece of work. You don't have something that has holes in it. You don't have something where it's like I've been doing we got a couple show. videos here for for a couple of these songs. Some of the songs I, don't have them. Some of the songs have sketches. Some don't. No, I've been, have do, a, I've been uh, doing shit with holes in it this whole time, and mm-hmm. it's like okay, but listen, if I'm gonna do this, I'm just gonna do this, right? Mm-hmm. Let me just or at least write by by me. I don't know if it'll ever right. pan out to anything, but I feel like that that's at least if I do that and it fails, I go okay, well fuck, that was really calculated, and mm-hmm. we fucking we we. Try it. Let's try something else. Back to the drawing. Yeah, but still, I mean, even even if it. And at the end of the day, I have my work like that. I can just go. Yeah, I made that shit. If it fails financially, that's one thing. But if you create something, that's that's added points to your life. That's added points to your existence. I still, dude. There's still time. I was writing on the way down here uh, today. I was just like, you know, I fucking Mm -hmm. write something. I'm like, fuck yeah, you fucking. You know what I mean? Like, there's not many things on this planet that give me the satisfaction of like writing something dope. Like, there's just not. So it's never gonna stop, Mm -hmm. regardless. Uh, yeah. Now I'm getting into film. Film to me is the most advanced form of art. It combines music. Mm-hmm. It combines photography. It's the video. It's fucking... It's crazy simple. Like, everything has a three-act structure. Nobody breaks the nobody breaks the fucking structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there, there's certain rules that get broke here and there, but nobody breaks the structure. We are inherently conditioned to watch movies in a yeah. certain way. Well, mm-hmm. there, any, there, any other way it looks foreign, and you don't fucking get it. Yeah. There, 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 is, there is people who... It's like watching from... one of those crazy Japanese movies. doesn't make any well, fucking sense. <laughs> there are people who go in and break the structure. Yeah. But, uh, Sometimes. Generally, yeah, it's like if you have like a David Lynch or something like that, like he'll do. It takes a genius to do it. Yeah. Fucking well, and it's interpreted different ways. Like if you if you were to take somebody like a David Lynch, you either kind of love him or you fucking hate mm-hmm. him. And people will either think that it's just some bullshit that makes no sense and is randomly placed there, or you have these guys who will go online and they'll literally spend hours dissecting this dude's TV shows and movies and trying to figure out like puzzle what mm-hmm. everything means. So I can appreciate it from from both ends, you know. I can see I, the appeal of the the puzzle aspect of mm-hmm. it, but then there also is that part of me that's like, what if this guy just doesn't mean shit? What so if he just yeah, winged it? But then and he they, just threw it all yeah, together. Just a piece you know? of shit. But, yeah, there's a uh, <laughs> uh, there's that possibility as well. There's a recognizable uh, polish to that though when it's done well, you know. There's a lot of there people. Is, who, there's yeah. a lot of people who attempt those styles and it comes off yeah. choppy and kind of fucked up. And this. Way that you can't really necessarily put your finger on. You're just watching mm-hmm. and you're like, something about this is just not, you know, the ends aren't coming together. Yeah. And when you watch a David Lynch, it is polished. It is professional. It is, yeah. It's clean. And you can tell that there's something more to it than what you're what you're observing on the surface. And uh, that's where, like, it kind of becomes different. Like, we were talking about Dada art the other day. Yeah. The Dadaism movement. And, uh, what the fuck is that? It's art that is non-artistic. And that's Maybe. why it's art. Yeah, it would be like, like, <laughs> somebody, be like if somebody gives <laughs> shit on the sidewalk yeah. and they go, yes, that yes. would be Dada art. Yeah, exactly. If they if wow. they say that it's art, that makes it art. That's so, fu- okay. and that's what we're kind of talking about is like breaking wow. the barriers and the rules of something just to break the barriers and rules. If you don't do it with some sort of like function or yeah, see, purpose. Uh, okay, so yeah. I, w- I went to school for web design for a year, right? And okay. in one of these classes, and this, I just found it to be like I, I like laughed hysterically in this class. So like. Okay, we're going to go around the room and we're going to ask Ichi what you think that this artist was trying to do here. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, it just got to the point where like the people's answers were ridiculous, and I just made something up. I can't even remember what it was or what I made up, but I just made it up. It's not what I felt at all. And the guy's like, "Yeah, it's a very good observation." It's like, <laughs> "Fuck it, it's a joke. you can, you can fucking say joke. anything." Yeah, yeah. It's well, like, we, were, we were talking about like art. Art is subjective, and we we're like, "Isn't that just a? Uh, isn't that a just another way of saying bullshit?" It's, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's just like uh, from the Big Lebowski. It's like you know, it's like just your opinion, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's just your fucking opinion. It's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's what it is. Like it, you, you know, you look at that Batman and, and you see one thing, and I look at it and see another, and right. we're looking yeah. at the same picture. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, it's, I guess that's the kind of the same way with like how people yeah. interpret like religion and shit too. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. You can read one Bible scripture, and I can read the same one, and you can fucking get a totally you different get, message from absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So that's well, especially especially considering that those those were written and. Like so long ago, right. when words meant different things, and they were right. translated from other words so many times before they became the ones that we're reading today. It's right. like we're not oh, even reading the same book. Like, have you ever have you guys ever texted somebody and they completely got the wrong fucking message from what you were yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, like, there's no fucking inflection. Yeah, how are you supposed to live your life off of what a book tells you that somebody wrote like you know, ten thousand years ago? Like, have you guys seen that Key and Peele sketch where he misunderstands his text? So like yeah, he sends yeah. Text, any of the ones all cool. He sends him a text that's like two buds who are about to, they're going to hang out that night. And his one buddy says, hey, what time do you want to meet up? And he sends him a text. He's like in the middle of smoking a bong and playing a video game. He's like, I don't know, whenever. And he reads the text. He's like, I don't know, whenever. The fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> it's all pissed. And then they start going back and forth. And it's like, yeah, if you, if you read something out of context, yeah, you know, you can interpret it a completely right. different way. You can interpret it based on your mood. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. That'd fuck the whole thing up. Because when you read something, you're reading it in your voice. You're reading it the way you would have written that sentence. You're not reading it the way it was written for you. Writing is super... Uh, writing is super subjective. Right. It's subjective with... Um, it's subjective with with order. It's subjective with rules. Like, when you write, you create something that's going to be observed by many different individuals who are going to perceive it many different ways. I feel like visual art is more, you know, like we are gonna see the same blues, reds, and shapes, and everything. Yeah, you're not fucking blind. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Unless yeah. it's like, yeah. like remember that yeah. dress thing? Where it was like some people remember that dress that was going to yeah. Facebook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was tripped in because I yeah. It was this dress that oh, they would post a picture of, and some people would perceive it as white, and other people. Oh would yeah, blue. I remember that. And I showed it to my wife, and she thought it. I thought it was blue. She thought it was white. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was just, I was tripping out. I was mm-hmm. like, fucking, I hated that I drank the punch, you know, and I got right. suckered right into this photo, but I was like, fuck, how can you, it's a real thing though, man. looks white. It kind of blew my mind. No, that's a good point. Yeah. But I, I can't remember there's, this one, right? What, what, what was it? Um, Let me see. Is or was it gold and no, black? It's, it's, no, it's white and gold, or, or is it blue and black? Yeah, I that's see, what it was. I see blue and black. I see, I see white blue, and gold. I see blue and black. I see blue and black. I see white and gold. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking, that's, 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 that's yeah. unbelievable. No, they should shut the internet down for like two days straight. Dog. People were fucking... People were tripping. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Motherfuckers were getting stabbed over that track. Yeah. <laughs> now, did they, there was like a scientific reason why, right? right? Was, wasn't there? Wasn't there? Didn't they discover why it was? Like people have different... Uh, oh, I quit giving a shit pretty early on. I, like, I, yeah. I think there... I remember them talking about it on a podcast. Sure, of course. Of course. They said that there was... I think yeah. it had something to do with people having different, uh, like, 
probably has the to way do way they, they yeah. perceive pigment or I don't know. No, it's shit. it's probably got to do with the way like the the way you focus on the colors in the picture. Like they if you if you focus that on thought it was blue and black have like genius level IQs and then Well everybody else is a fucking idiot. It's like it's directly related to your IQ, whether or not you're. Look at this fucking white and gold tart over here. (laughs) Fucking white and golds. We gotta pen them up so they don't hurt themselves. Everyone with the white and golds gotta get like a Burger King crown from the fucking Burger King, like a fucking little. We gotta get them all. We gotta get all the all the white and golds fast food jobs and fucking make sure. You can only get up past a certain social hierarchy. (laughs) (laughs) People are like trying to lie. They're like, "What color is this?" So I go. Blue and gold? <laughs> blue and gold. Like, yeah, blue and gold. Blue and gold. Right. Lock him up. Lock no! Him. <laughs> Not only is he retarded, he's also full of shit. <laughs> this one's a liar, too. Just him in like an incinerator. Uh, oh, well, you know, something uh, pretty interesting that I wanted to touch on that we were talking about at the uh, top mm. of the hour was, um, so... Derek, you were yeah. in school, mm-hmm. and then so what was it you were studying? Uh, chemistry, inorganic and organic chemistry. Okay, um, what like so? I don't even know what to ask in regards to that because I'm curious about it, but uh, I'm like too stupid to even really dive too deep into it. Tell us some more of your uh, interests associated with that. What what got you moving in that direction? Yeah, basically, I just like the whole aspect of you're able to almost create something from nothing. Right, you know, like an alchemist, gaining certain like, in, yeah. in a way, you know, you just you're combining certain elements or volatile element into another, you know, mm-hmm. like for example, you take like sodium, mm-hmm. like by itself, it's one of the most volatile, unstable elements on the periodic table. You combine it with chlorine, you have table salt, mm-hmm. you know, right. just certain yeah. little simple things like that. It just it always interests me. And it, yeah, well, even back right, when right. we were when we yeah. were teenagers, I remember like the first person who ever. Like, right around the time I was starting to get into lifting weights and working out, Mm. Kirk was working at the uh, vitamin and supplement store. Right, right. And um, I would always go to him and ask him, like, well, how many grams of protein do I need after I work out? And just little questions like that. He always, like, had the answer, Mm -hmm. like, in detail, you know, like, literally, like, the back of the fucking label. Oh, yeah, anytime I get a new supplement, I'm like, hey, can you read this shit? and Just (laughs) Just tell me what the fuck this is. Just make sure I'm not going to die from it. Just make sure, you know, my testicles are going to be normal after I... <laughs> and then understanding chemistry maybe understand all the nutritional aspects significantly mm-hmm. more. I believe that's the one area to where a lot of nutritionists need to, need, need to study. They need yeah, to yeah. study the organic and inorganic chemistry. Well, right. they, they feel, know. How do you feel about some of the um, all of like the stuff about the microbiome that's coming out now and stuff? Like love that? it, yeah. love yeah. it, love it. Yeah, absolutely. See, that's the next field I want to get into is biochemistry. Microbiome, so it's like yeah. gut health. Oh, okay. makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, considering that we're pretty much bacteria-based organisms, ab- yeah, absolutely. You know, if we have kind of a symbiotic relationship with other strains as well. And I mean, yeah, big advocator of taking probiotics. The more strains, the better. You right. know? And in fact, it's interesting. I got an interesting story about, you know, a certain probiotic that I was taking. I was taking it for about a couple of weeks. A couple of days, I forgot to put on deodorant. I noticed I wasn't fucking smelling. Like, oh, what yeah. the fuck is that? Like, that hasn't happened probably since I was like fucking 10 years old. Right. Like, what the fuck is wrong with pre BO? And I was kind of thinking about it. You know, like, and I kind of looked it up and I was like, and, uh, I read something about uh, just having good amounts of skin floor actually will get rid of the stench in your body. Oh wow! And it just it just it made fucking complete fucking sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you know? hear a lot of and things. And then like the moment that, yeah. I stopped taking the probiotics, started yeah. stinking yeah. again. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of did a little bit of an experiment there, and I was, it was kind of mind boggling. Now, as yeah. far as like the surge of um, all these like probiotics that are coming out now, mm-hmm. and all these like um, supplements. Right. Um, 
How do you feel about those? Do you think a lot of them are good? Bullshit? Yeah, you think there's going to be some bullshit yeah. artists, right? Coming yeah. along? Absolutely. Absolutely. Within, um, yeah, de- in, in any emerging field, yeah. there's going to be people who well, capitalize on like, like When I was a teenager, there was maybe like a couple of probiotics that you could get. They weren't like yeah. huge like they are now. Oh, yeah. yeah, not even close. Not yeah. even close. You maybe had ones that were at the max, maybe 50 billion count with like maybe 10 different strains. Yeah. I mean, now you got ones that are 200 billion with like 30 different strains. Right. I right. mean, just really pushing the envelope. Now, is that counterproductive though when you have that many? Because won't they like counteract one another in certain ways? Um, or? Well, that take it as a maintenance dosage of 200 billion, yeah, that would be completely too high. Now, if you're coming off of like antibiotics and you need to reestablish the flora in your gut right. and the rest of your body, it's absolutely mandatory. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, the first time I ever really even noticed probiotics was actually when I started <laughs> eating um, like my Greek yogurt and stuff. Right about and I would just right. start reading the label out of curiosity, and it would mm-hmm. say, you know, like acidophilus, uh, bacillus, bacillus regularis. Yeah. And then I was like, I was tripping out on it because I never had really like read into. Pro- this was like, you know, probably like ten years ago, and I'd never read into probiotics before. And I was like, what the fuck is all this stuff? Mm-hmm. I just, I just thought. I didn't even know if it was just like shit that they added into it, or, or I had no right. clue that it was like a naturally occurring part of it's the organism. organism. Yeah. yeah, it's an actual mm-hmm. organism, a living yeah. organism. Yep. I had this stuff the other day actually. It was a, um, it was this uh, new. It was called Cocoyo. So it was like this new coconut yogurt, and it has like a. Um, I've had coconut yogurts before, but this one had more of a fermented taste. Like, it, it literally tasted like a kombucha. Tasted like a lack, like the lactic acid was present in it. Yeah, it was like a kombucha yeah. fused with a yogurt, and it had this tangy kind of bite to it. Lactic acid. It was, yeah. I like that, though, because to me, I don't know if it's just the, just the from the lactic acid, or if it's me, like, I when I taste that, I'm like, okay, this tastes like potent almost. That tangy, you know, almost like from a from a pungent sauerkraut. Yeah, I'd exactly, like yeah. And I've always liked that taste. Let me ask you this. Did you have to condition yourself to like kombucha, or did no. you just like it? Now, no. see, because I, t- I, like, I chased the demo and was just like, no, no, like, like, no. Always, no, yeah, no that's actually gross. just what I was about to say. I've always liked fermented yeah. foods. Even, even as a kid, I would yeah. eat like a shitload of pickles. Love, I loved, yeah. I loved, um, uh, I loved peppers that were canned. Oh, yeah. I loved kimchi the first time yeah. I tried it. Oh, first yeah. time I, I, all the time. I, mean, I, no I, I fucking uh, get woo. down on yeah. kimchi all the time. Oh yeah, I eat it like every meal. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just snacking on kimchi. Oh yeah, yeah. I liked it. I liked it immediately as soon as I tried it, and I. I don't think I've ever had, like, real serious kombucha. I've only had the stuff that you get from, like, fucking Vons, and mm-hmm. that's, like, basically soda. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I fucking like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like, well, I like the, uh, there's a brand, I like the Health Aid brand. Okay. It's, like, a lower I think, yeah, sugar. Yeah, I think that's the one I've had. It's a lower yeah. sugar brand. It's got it has, like, the anchor on it, right? Yeah, it's got yeah, an that's the one. I like that one. Yeah. Well, it tastes um, like fucking, it tastes like fucking 7-Up, man. Like, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> to me, like, now, yeah. well, now that I've gotten used to drinking uh, the kombuchas, when I go back to have a soda now, it tastes like shit to me. Yeah. Like, I, it tastes like pure yeah, syrup to me. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. Um, it tastes like just a candy. I, I almost never bottle. drink soda. Yeah. 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 I totally can, like, and it's, and it didn't take long either. Like, mm-hmm. I, I got pretty used to the, uh, pretty used to the kombucha pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But like I said, though, I think it's, it's definitely not for everybody. Like, my wife, <laughs> she'll have a couple of kombuchas, but she's not really into fermented foods. And like I said, I've always, always had a taste for, uh, fermented foods. Mm-hmm. Um, so along with the, uh, fermented foods, as far as, have you ever had any, uh, like when you when you're uh, doing your own, um, I don't know. I guess you could say like experimenting, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had any like close calls when combining chemicals and like 
concocting things. As far as like blowing myself up? Yeah, just like creating creating some sort of uh, skin eating uh, virus uh, or last, like. Uh, uh, last last time I was kind of doing things, I, I got a couple lie burns. It's <laughs> pretty right. bad. Because a lot of times, um, like especially when extracting DMT, I like they use something called like an acid-based methodology. Mm-hmm. Basically, what you're and then you use like to use something called a hydrocarbon solvent. So a lot of your uh, petroleum distillates you would use as your solvent. Um, so basically, what you do is you uh, you just take like the plant material mm-hmm. and you combine an acid with it, so like vinegar, get it down to like a pH of three. All right, just boil it for a couple hours. You're basically turning it into an acetate form from the from the uh, acetic acid that's in the vinegar. And then at that point, what you're doing is you add in the lye to make it about pH of roughly 13. Because what you're doing there, by combining the acid and the base, that reaction there breaks apart the plant material and breaks apart the alkaloids. And basically what you do after this, you throw in the solvent, pulling the alkaloids away from the plant material, and you have a pure product. Well, then you throw it in the freezer and precipitate it, then you have, a, then you have pretty much a mm-hmm. pure product. Mm-hmm. It's intense. <laughs> it's a little, a little bit more detailed than that, but that's basically the, yeah. That's the layman's terms. But basically, you're just using the acid, the base, the reaction from the strong acid and the strong base to break everything apart and using the salt. What Dirk is trying to say is that he saw, uh, he saw, you know, blue and blue and black on the. (laughs) 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 Or what was it? Was it white and black? For those of you guys, yeah. Yeah. The rest of us saw white and gold on the. He's letting letting us know that. in my brain one of my eyes started twitching it was like this is fascinating but like it's also painful (laughs) Um, no that's dope dude that's like that's i'm I'm actually legitimately fascinated by um how drugs are made and it's an art it's an art you know and it's just like it's just nobody really wants to do it, too. That's sure, what, that's sure. what well, yeah. me more to do it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. well, and uh, it's kind of a forbidden fruit. Fuck there, yeah, right, yeah. Right. And uh, so what do you think that is exactly, though? What is, what is it that, um, I mean, I'm sure there's a whole combination of things as to why. I think, number one, just from my perspective, is most people just flat out aren't smart enough to do it. I think they just don't have the incentive. Right. That's just what it is. I mean, yeah, you know, because I'm not, I'm not exactly the brightest crayon in the box. I mean, thanks for that, Derek. We really appreciate it. It's whatever gets you up in the morning. It's whatever gets you up in the morning is going to the gym or whatever gets you up in the morning is just trying to figure out how to do more. That's like, that's what you like. Like, when you when you make something that's dope, it's just like, you just get like a straight donut, you know what I mean? From fucking making something that fucking works, you know what I mean? It's so dope. I've been really wanting to uh, to try my hand at, at growing uh, growing mushrooms. Oh yeah, like, I've been. I know, I've heard that's it's fun. not that hard. It's that's, fun. It's, it's like not hard. You, know, you got to keep everything sterile. Yeah, that's, that's the, the thing. thing. <laughs> it's like yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I'd have to do some real clearing out at my space to find a spot where I could keep everything sterile and keep it separate. You have to keep it dark too, right? You have to. Have like um. A, well, initially yes, when you're letting the mycelium grow, but when you're mm-hmm. actually fruiting the mushrooms, they need about two hours of light. Okay. And they could be like faded light. And, and when you get like like for example, if you have like a uh, I don't know like a two by two kind of like mm-hmm. like tub, you'll get about an eighth of night okay. <laughs> if you just if you just let them kind of go. And yeah. You can reuse them a couple of generations. You okay. Know, they have a few generations like lifespan yeah. about what? four or five generations. That's so, good to know. Yeah, like, wait a minute, that wasn't true about um, that wasn't true about uh, 
you know how they used to say that mushrooms would come from like cow shit or patties okay. or something like that? Now those were the Liberty caps. Those were a completely different strain than what's out now. What they use now is the kits that they're using. They're using a strain called psilocybin cubenzi. It is about twice as strong as the actual Liberty okay. caps. Okay. You know, and they're uh, they're a Mexican strain. They're so yeah, that's why back in the day, like, yeah, you need an eighth. Dude, if you yeah. need an eighth, that's why you this shit go on Mars, bro. Like yeah. a half eighth, this shit is fine. Yeah. Dude, like, uh, half eighth, uh, half eighth gets you there, bro. Like yeah. you're fucking having a good time. I, the thing is, the reason why I wanted to grow my own is because the last few times that I've done mushrooms, I've gotten like nothing out of it. The mind. last time, the last time I did mushrooms, I took uh, a little over i think i think i took about a quarter yeah because yeah me and my roommate we each got an eighth and then she was like i don't really want to do these and i was like okay and i i took both of them bunk? and i experienced nothing like oh, a bit. i i got like a little bubbly in my stomach yeah. 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 yeah 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 you just had some fire ones um Oh, man. I've nice. tripped my fucking yeah. ass off before a handful of times. So, like, we'll, yeah, we'll these talk, ones we'll are like... We'll talk off air. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk off air after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's it called? Um, okay, so I got this story from last weekend, dude. So oh, okay. I get invited up to this fucking mansion. Um, my friends invited me up there. I'll just leave it at that. And... Uh, so I you know get up there you know some drugs are being taken some MDMA some cocaine some mushrooms some LSD it's a, it's a wild one. times are tough well, it's yeah, a wild like, one. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of work to do <laughs> anyways um this fucking old woman this dumb bitch she takes it upon herself to eat the remaining of the bag, the, the molly, okay? And this is like pure what? MDMA, okay? And yeah. so there was, by my guesstimation, there was no less than seven doses, and there was no more than 12, okay? okay. And this woman, I didn't have any it, was a, it was crystal MDMA? It was like yeah. a whole bag of, uh-huh. all right. And she fucking, she, she's about 5'2", 110 pounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and a girl. I, I Proud. And she was blackout drunk. She was blackout drunk. You only do that if you're stupid or suicidal. Yeah, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, there's no, there's That's no a lot of between. drugs. But. Yeah, and she fucking... Uh, by this point, I had taken three hits of acid and fucking... She's like, and, I feel and, so no, good. Oh, no, I don't she, feel she good anymore. Talk. She couldn't talk. She's like this. I was like, what the fuck? So I Google, I Google what happens if you eat too much Molly, and it straight up says you can have a heat stroke. I was like, call an ambulance now. Yeah. Yeah. And needless to say, my fucking acid trip was just fucking annihilated. Oh yeah, for sure. I just had, well, yeah. I mean, uh, oh god, it was the scariest. It was the fucking scariest thing ever. So yeah, basically what I'm saying is, don't eat too much uh, Molly. Yeah, the best is when uh, someone does too much drugs and has to go to the hospital. That's fun. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. Uh, yeah, it's right uh, out that door and to your right side. Um, yeah, no, I've, uh, I've fortunately never been in that position, uh, where someone's had to go to the hospital. Uh, we're usually pretty contained. Yeah, I um, also don't believe I've yeah. ever been around anybody who's ever had to be, uh, I mean, I've been around people who maybe start tripping a little too hard and they think yeah. that maybe they're going to have to go to the hospital, but it's always yeah. pretty clear that they're not yeah. really going to have to and go. Not so I'm going to have the mouth or anything. No. So I would I would like no. to make a make a, a note to those of you listening who are not as uh, familiar with uh, recreational drug use as as uh, your hosts today. Um, as uh, as Wyatt mentioned, the that was pure Molly in a crystal form that the girl was taking, pure MDMA, and uh, 
your typical ecstasy, or even most of the time when you get Molly or MDMA purchased from a dealer, you're getting it in a cut form. It's to, it's usually cut with um, God, with amphetamines and well, it, caffeine, it and or I mean, it's yeah, it's cut yeah. with like meth. <laughs> a lot you of it. You mean like an upper yeah. counter, though, right? But there's there's usually other things oh, well, mixed into it. Is straight, you're straight couch. Yeah. It almost feels nothing like an yeah. amphetamine. Uh, like so, yeah. uh, so can, a lot of the no time... You can yeah. fucking... Actually, the, last, the last time I picked some up, right, I needed to make sure it was good, I broke, I took out a crumb, maybe a point zero three, like a fucking third of a dose, and I fucking crushed it up and snorted it just a fucking... Just a little bit, right? Uh... I fucking, you know, chilled for, I was filling it for about like 20 minutes. I went and rubbed one out, took a couple bong loads. <laughs> I went to sleep, I went to sleep an hour later. I went to sleep uh, an hour later. You I know mean, so like, so like, dude, and like, for instance, like my girl, uh, she'd never taken drugs ever in her mm-hmm. life, bro. And we took that and you fuck on this shit. It is like some literally, it's almost out of the body experience. It's mm-hmm. some spiritual <laughs> sex that you're having on this shit. Um, I, I took, can't. I can't recommend. Dude, people they recommend it for marriage couples that are fuck married couples that are fucking going through it and shit. Uh, because dude, like it, that's how me and my girl got so close so quick, bro. Like I like literally looked into this person's soul on this yeah. shit. Like it's fucking real. It's crazy. It's, that's what drugs can do. Yeah. They really like. No, for they sure. They really they really cross can, that ethereal yeah. barrier between <laughs> people. There's, there's no well. There's like no filter. Yeah. And it's just like. All the love it's, you got comes it, out. You it's know? super raw. Like, like, cool. It's super raw being on drugs with somebody like that yeah. you have like an emotional relationship, an emotional mm-hmm. attachment to. Like it's like it's good and bad because you're putting yourself out there. Like they have like, to call this band because oh, that's your asshole. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> that's a that's a plug from one of our sponsors, Banger. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you guys that don't know about Bang, we actually, we sold this at our gym for a little bit. Well, I think we still do, but we're out of it right now. But it's like an amino acid, coenzyme Q10, creatine, and then just like a fucking mega dose of caffeine. Um, I don't know. Just caffeine. Just get a shot. Well, they give you a warning. They, there's actually a syringe taped to the outside of the bottle yeah, with just caffeine in it. Intravenous use optional. It says on the thing, warning. Yeah. Too much I just I drink like nine cups of coffee a day at least. I get a curious. I love it. If I want something sweet, I'll do that. You drink still, but like coffee. Dude, I don't fuck with the Keurig just because I need more than one cup at a time. So that's fine, but that's yeah. They said more than two cups of coffee. That's not too bad. That's like a Starbucks. It's Ah! Well, how do you feel about? I was listening to a, um, I was listening to a podcast recently, and the guys on the podcast were talking about supplements, and they had said that um, one thing they said is is that uh, if you were to take most like over the counter pre workouts and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and you were to minus caffeine and creatine from it, they majority of them would just be dog shit because those are the only two real effective effective things inside a pre-workout other than what else did they say beta alanine and beta alanine -alanine was either either arginine or arginine alpha ketoglutarate which is wonderful for nitrous oxide production Mm. it's beautiful it's like poetry (laughs) well and you for sure i remember the first time i took arginine when i was like a teenager, and I couldn't believe it. Instantly makes you va- more vascular. Absolutely, it's, yeah. it's very. Yeah, that's what you had me buy. I, I had right. some. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 it was a shitty like Walmart like oral arginine. It wasn't nothing right. special, but even that I noticed right away. Yeah, 
I mean, I mean, I, I kind of laugh when they combine it with caffeine because it's kind of counterproductive, you know. Okay. Considering caffeine is a vasoconstrictor, right? And then you're mm -hmm. combining it with a vasodilator. I mean, I don't know if you've ever just taken arginine by itself without the caffeine, but it, it, it's it's way bigger. You can definitely tell the difference. Mm -hmm. Okay, definitely tell the difference. I mean, they just throw it in there just to make people feel more powerful because they like that stimulant effect. Right, right. But ultimately, in the pre-workout, I think it. Needs to be without the caffeine. Okay. And I mean, and ultimately, so you just take arginine then by yourself. Then. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, too. Okay. I mean, that's good to know. Did I switch up my pre workout? I'm on one of those amino pre workouts, on the amino energy ones. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like mm -hmm. less. I feel less way way less cracked out from well, the fucking one and just, before that. Just from a uh, just from like a trainer's perspective, I think that I see the ca I've always saw the caffeine as counterproductive in yeah. the sense that it when you, as soon as you take that caffeine, okay, your heartbeat goes yeah. up, you feel ready. But that doesn't necessarily mean that your body is primed and ready. Like you would have been better off doing a proper like warm, warm up, up where you're mm, doing right. you're actually. Yeah, but it's not that liquid motivation, baby. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it makes you <laughs> alert. It sharpens you up, but it doesn't actually like make your body well, so more I, I, effective times, at doing right. anything. If yeah. I'm fucking you know feeling lazy or whatever, I'll take pre workout, and there's just no way in fuck that I'm gonna sit there and not work out. So it drags me. It, it, mm -hmm. it in a way helps me get there. Well, then that's and I think I, a lot of people crutch it like that. Yeah. Well, that's what I always tell people too. Like I tell clients that at the gym all the time. I go, look, don't become dependent on your pre-workout. Don't feel like you have to have it to work out. But if you're not going to come into the gym unless you take it, fuck, take it. Right. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Well, like I, I, I do this um, because you build a tolerance to it. Just like if you're smoking the same strain of weed. Um, if I take, I, there's no way I'm buying the same pre-workout two months in a row. I use one. I have like three or yeah. four that I really like, and then I just cycle those because whatever their own, you know, everyone's got their own little fucking signature. Not maybe not signature, but some of them are different. Like right. for instance, GAT doesn't have creatine, right? Mm -hmm. So you get a slightly different effect from taking GAT than you do from uh, fucking, you know, uh, woke as fuck was the last one I was taking, which is made by a buffed up something. Yep. Woke as fuck is straight <laughs> crack, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't. It doesn't sound. sound it doesn't sound. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, no, the first one's called buffed up. So the guy's like, oh, they got buffed up. I go, I go, which one is that? He goes, which, well, he's like, what were you taking? And I was like, dude, I've been taking GAT like off and on for like fucking years. And he's like, oh, you're going to want this one. I just do a lot of coke before I go to the gym every time. We can give you buffed up, muffed up, fucked up, or butt fucked. I'll take the red butt fuck. Can I get the red butt fuck? Yeah, you guys have any Texas chili hole? Texas chili Fucking gold. Wyatt, I just want to point out that, you know, uh, I've been noticing you talk from your profile direction. Your beard is so powerful, man. <laughs> like, you didn't have that the last time I saw you. I'm, I'm seeing it bounce up Definitely and down. Not. Like It makes it look like I actually have a chin. Dude, it looks <laughs> like fucking Leonidas. It's, it's very impressive. Gives me that fucking, that, 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 that fake chin just, fucking... Look. Yeah, he's over here and he's like turning over to talk to you guys about the supplements, and I'm just seeing that thing just go like, gong, gong, gong. It's like. <laughs> like the crimson chin? Yeah. I feel like it's gonna like clap when his mouth closes. Like, it might hit it him might. in the nose or something. <laughs> like, one of those Russian, one of those Russian like nutcrackers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, so, yeah, have you ever taken acid? A bunch of times, yeah. Okay. Um, I've, I've only had it actually work. Two times, and one time, oh. one of the times it was uh, not actually acid, it was 2CE, which... 2CE yeah. or 2,5I? Yeah. 2 ce is what they told me, They okay. said, which they said is a... Uh, it's it's a related... Two carbon, it's, related to two, yeah. two it's a mescaline derivative. 
Okay. Well, okay. So the 2CE, most uh, vivid visual hallucinations while still being coherent that I've ever had on a drug. Right. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, absolutely. 2CI, 2CE. Uh, yeah. I love, I'm a big fan of the two. Love it. Um, love love it. My favorite one is 2CB. I love um, them. In fact, a lot of those old school e-pills, they thought it was MDMA, it was actually 2CB. Love okay. It. And they would combine maybe a little bit of MDMA, like that wavy kind of, mm. like a It was, it was wonderful. Complete. That's yeah. 2CB. I love yeah. that. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, it was a. Uh, I, I was uh, I was sitting in a house and I was staring at a couch and the fibers in the couch like formed like the shape of Buddha and he was like yeah. pulling water from a well and I was just like, this is so wonderful. Like everything just like and seeing something be created with my like with my mind and my imagination, knowing that's yeah. what I'm seeing yeah. is such a like it's such a euphoric feeling. It's such a beautiful, right. like inspiring feeling. I was listening to uh classical music when I had it on. <laughs> and uh and I went into I don't know why I just got the urge to do this. I went into a dark room, closed the door, turned the lights off, and I that's sat there and right, I listened yeah. to classical music and it was like at one point the music was was very like cheerful and pleasant and melodic and then it got to a point where it got darker and through heavier tones and I started to like feel like feel like the demons coming out of the darkness to like fuck with me and I just sat there and I just like I handled it, I faced it. Like, you know, and, and you guys know what I'm talking about. When you're in a trip when shit's heavy and you're like yeah. It's like I was like, I'm gonna handle this. I was like, I feel this. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna face it, and and it was super dope. Like, At this point, I've taken enough fucking psychedelics, or it's like it's again the the, the circumstances the other night. I still was in good enough spirits to be out there taking pictures and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And now that he was just like about dead, so um, fucking. Um, <laughs> but well, I, I should not have taken that third hit of acid because these hits are actually. <laughs> I should not have taken that third hit. <laughs> okay, this is how strong these hits of acid are. Okay. Uh, I, well, the one guy was there. So, so I have, um, I've had some green ones, right? And these green ones are such. They're like overdose tabs, bro. Like, like you take one of these. Like, you, like if you took one of these, you probably would not like acid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just too much. Like, but if you took a quarter of it, mm. you'd probably have a really good time. That'd be like you know taking I mean? a couple hits of acid. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> but like, seriously, the greens are like taking like seven. <laughs> I took a green yeah. and a half on my birthday. Um, I took a green and a half on my birthday. We hiked up Horsetail Falls. Dog. We hiked for like fucking eight hours. It was badass. Mm -hmm. All the way to the top of this like fucking, not even to the top, but like you could oversee like the whole valley and the big ass waterfall. It was, it was cool. But uh, anyways, it's at this party, right? And I had these blue ones, which are also really strong, but they're not they're not close to a green. No, mm -hmm. fucking half a green, maybe. And fucking, so I, I, this one guy's like, oh, yeah, I want some. I was like, oh, yeah, fucking throw it down. Throw it down. Dog, 16 hours later, this guy's still like, dude, I still feel this shit. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, my bad, bro. Well, so then I left. I left some for them. Some of the girls took like a quarter of one, and they're mm -hmm. like, oh, that's fire. That's badass. Like, they're out wine tasting shit. The one dude took two-thirds of one. He'd never taken it. And he goes, yep. First acid trip, last acid trip. Oh. <laughs> oh no, but he's like a whiskey and cocaine kind of okay. guy. And a lot of times he's a whiskey and coke, whiskey, the other kind of coke. Uh, whiskey and cocaine, whiskey and cocaine kind of guys, they take that kind of shit to numb whatever they're trying to numb. Mm. Right. You know right. what I mean? You take that as psychedelics to face whatever you're numb. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And the, the, you don't when you're numbing, well, you don't want to face it. You know what I mean? And well, so that's yeah. what happened to him. But uh, you know, I just go, well, do you feel like you're fucking better for it? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I don't regret it. Like I did it and I made it through. Mm -hmm. Fucking I don't like it, but fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, I, yeah. it wasn't all bad. He was like, yeah. it wasn't all bad. I mean, there was just parts where I saw some really horrendous shit in myself that I didn't want to see. Right. You know, that's just what he said. I mean, um, fucking. 
I, he was drinking later that night, just fine, having a good time. Fucking like, yeah, that was just not for me. To to yeah. me, psychedelics have a lot to do. Like, I mean, they have a lot to do. That's such an understatement. They have everything to do with your attitude going in. Uh, yeah. Like you're sure. like a, a, a wise a wise man factor. once told me, "We just bought the tickets. Now we're going for the ride." Like it's not. You gotta know what you're getting yourself right. into. You gotta know yeah. that yeah. you're not. Like that, I didn't know that that lady was about to like die, so I took. It's probably a good idea. And I had to face that, and I was just like, "What a dumb bitch!" Whatever. I'm happy. At first, I was just like, "Oh, we're in for a show." I was like laughing about it, and like as she's like getting pulled, like carted out, I'm thinking in my head, like, "Oh, this could be really serious." Why did they say that? Like, everyone here is going to remember those words. Like, yeah. those, those are the words that everyone's going to remember. I was like, you're fucked. We're here for a show. Wait, <laughs> 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 you actually said that? Yeah. We're here for a show. I was frying balls on, like, so all the funny, drugs. Man. I was literally on all the drugs in the hot tub. I was like, oh, you're fucked. I was like, we're here for the show. Literally just chilling. And then it starts to get real serious. I'm, I'm glad like, I'm not the one in that gurney. Well, no. Then she starts to, like, I mean, this is like, it took them, we were so far out in the fucking middle of nowhere in this mansion, dude. It took them 25 minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This chick that was on fucking shrooms was literally like, I've never seen a fucking stronger woman in my life, dude. She fucking hung in that pocket, dude, and held this fucking woman, and she was like falling out. Mm-hmm. And she was fucking, she ate like three grams of fucking fire ass shrooms and like mm-hmm. just, just did it. It was very intense. It's something I could never do. I mean, I could do it if it was like one of you guys that gave a fuck about, but not some dumbass bitch that fucking just decided <laughs> she wanted to fucking fly off the handle here and fucking ruin everyone's party. So was this oh, now, when she did this, was this like, was, was, was the, were they, was it like a buffet? Were they out there? Yeah, yeah, no, we had, the Coke, Coke was out, and the Molly was out, shrimp, the big, big ass bag of shrimps was out. Like, you know what, was a that's my favorite one, I'm just going to take a whole plate <laughs> yeah. of that. Well, no, I, I had told her, I said, I said, hey, you're going to only want, because there was no scale, nobody had a scale or capsules, and so I said, hey, here's a couple crumbs, I said, just take this much at a time until you get the desired effect, and then she decided... Apparently, that she 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 blacked out and fucking ate a gram. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, she's got to still be reeling from that, bro. Like, I'm sorry, dude. You know, it's just fucking. You know, I just wake up two days later and go, "Fuck, I'm glad I feel good again." It's like, nah, dude. She was like, she was like, I was like, "Do you see a trail?" And she was just like, "Whoa, <laughs> like fucking." I watched her just go to a plane of existence that she had no idea where she mm-hmm. was. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's kind of like what movie is that? Uh, I think that happens. That's that revelations because that, of the fucking ordeal. To be honest with you, I think that happens in that movie Go. Pretty sure somebody ODs in that movie, and then uh, have you ever seen Go? Yeah. You don't? Do you remember that? Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. I'm trying to remember. I I always get Go and Spun confused. I never saw Spun. I never saw Spun either. Yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which one was the one that had um, what's his fucking name from Sin City? Um, Marv from Sin City. Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Rourke. Which that's that's right. That was fun, yeah. Yeah. Mickey, goddamn, dude. Mickey Rourke. Have you seen him lately? No. Oh, God, dude. Has he gotten a new surgery or what? <laughs> a new surgery? Like one of a fucking thousand? Yeah. He's like the new Michael Jackson, dude. He oh, looks horrible. No. Dude, he, lo- he looked horrible 15 years ago. No. 20 years no, ago. No. Like He looks worse now. Oh, he's looking like, he looks like Steve. Oh, my God. Was he? Here was him originally. Yeah. He was okay. a handsome dude. Yeah, yeah. Fucking... 
Dog, he looks like a fucking burn yeah. victim, dude. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just, they just not, waxed over his face. Not, what, what is the date on that? It looks like, the date on that? Dude, he looks like the cop from fucking, from fucking Sons of Anarchy. No, 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 no. You gotta see, dude, he's worse than that now. I'm telling you. I'm gonna type in Mickey Rourke 2018. He looks like Steven Tyler fucked Rocky, dude. He does, yes. Oh. That's a great way of putting it. That's Steven Tyler right, right there, man. Oh, Mickey okay. Rourke, 2018. Because he looks worse than that now. Like, he looks, if you can believe it, he looks worse than... You're a fucking that. liar, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to I'd still fuck him. <laughs> I'd probably would be. Dude, just to say that you fucked Mickey Rourke. Come I mean, on. Like, hey, you're, hey, you're fuck his mouth so, that's like a, fucking a fleshlight. You know, yeah. his face is plastic. Yeah, here's why I, here's why I hate... Technically, <laughs> technically, it's masturbation. He's more than 50% synthetic, yeah. so... like. He can't be classified as organic anymore. Uh, is this it right here? Yeah, that's oh, it. I told you, dude. Man. It's worse now. I don't right, know if I fuck it. I don't know if I fuck it now. Dude, yeah. like, Jesus like, Christ. Hey, 2015, hey, Mickey Rourke, I might fuck him. like the fucking cat lady, dude. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's like oh fucking... God. Oh, my God. I don't even know so what to bad. describe that oh, as. What is that thing? <laughs> yeah, dude. He kind of... Yeah. In that picture, he kind of looks, looks like... like his face melted. He got kind of elongated a little bit. In that picture, he kind of... <laughs> <laughs> he took a fucking blowtorch from his face. Hey, there he goes. Send him on your way. Oh, here's the full image. Oh, no. Oh! Oh, shit. Kate's so bad. Dude, he's going to pull... Yeah. I, I think he might transition, if you know what I mean. No, so look at him. Oh, I think he might. Does, it does borderline look like that. Yeah. He's yeah. ran out of facial surgery, so he's just got fuck it, what? cut it off. <laughs> why, did he, uh, uh, why did he? Why did he stop wearing shirts <laughs> under his sweaters? He's Mickey Rourke, dude. Yeah. He's all bodied up, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking wrestler, bro. He's a fucking yeah. wrestler, man. He's a fucking wrestler, bro. That's so weird. Did you see his boxing match from like a couple years back? Dude, he now? fought. He fought. Uh, he fought my roommate's friend. <laughs> really? Yeah. No shit. I met the guy a couple he, times. Did he, did he lose? Huh? Did he lose? Well, yeah. No, it was a fix. He, yeah, it was a it was fix. A fix. Like, oh. He had to lose. Yeah, yeah. they uh, fought in like Russia. It was super was like. Yeah, it was this super depressing fight. Really depressing. It was like the How guy. How much did they pay your friend's friend to take that fight? I think they gave him like a couple thousand dollars. And he was like homeless when he took the fight, right? That's what I, I had think, heard. Yeah, I think he was homeless. So oh, he was man. he was hard up for cash, and they were like, "Hey, take a dive to make your work." And yeah. dude, if you saw this fucking fight. Mickey Rourke is not even capable of throwing a knockout punch. No, he was just like, It's like fucking, it's like a family guy that had Reagan smash, and it's fucking Reagan on the set of the McDonald's No, it was like, it was like, it was like Homer Simpson when he's boxing with, uh, with Tatum O'Neill. Tatum O'Neill. He's like, it's, he's right. No, isn't it Dedrick Tatum? It's Dedrick Tatum. Oh, Dedrick Tatum. Dedrick Tatum. Yeah, that's right. Tatum O'Neill was like that, little girl would get killed or something, wasn't it? Didrick Didrick Tatum hold on that's that was funny. a funny that was a funny character um that's yeah, fucking the, gold yeah it's Mike Tyson yeah he's Mike Tatum's Tyson yeah that's you, fucking have gold you, uh, have you been to Simpsons Land at Universal Studio yeah it's no. amazing oh my fucking I'm not There's even like a diehard dude yeah I'm not even like a diehard Simpsons fan but this shit is ridiculous you feel like you're in fucking Springfield, Springfield? yeah yeah they got a Moe's fucking tavern. It's an exact replica. You can order a fucking burger. You can have a fucking Duff beer. I dro- I got a slushy with a. I bought a yeah. Bart Simpson cup. 
They still have the cup. Fucking eat my shorts, bro. Let's yeah, go. They got, they got, they got duff beers. They got the they Simpsons got, 3D ride. Yeah. Like, it's fucking awesome. They dude. got, uh, they got, yeah, they have the duff gardens. They have, uh, I wonder that have, fucking Harry Potter fucking one. It's dope, dude. Land. They have yeah. that there, too. It's pretty cool. Sure. Is, uh, you got their frying balls? You got the Harry dude, Potter dude, line? The Harry, oh, I, did you not <laughs> like the Harry Potter ride? I loved it. I thought it was wonderful. Okay, you liked it. There was something The Harry Potter ride is fucking crazy. Dude, it's nuts. It's Are you like in a Quidditch match? Yeah. It's like at some points, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at some points yeah. you are. And it's like a mix so it, of 3D and animatronics, and you're like, like in a fucking cockpit. Yeah. And it's like, it's like the back, remember the Back to the Future Universal Studios thing? It's like that on fucking steroids, dude. You're just yeah. fucking jerking you around. Like, you feel like you're on a coaster, dude. And you're like, oh. And there's fucking, there's big old, like, <laughs> animatronic spiders when you go in the forest oh, and stuff. They're all, like, yeah. coming at you. Okay, it sounds like a psychedelic adventure that needs oh, to be taken. for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. I had a chick next to me who had a wand, and she straight up was casting spells. She knew all the spells. That's she awesome. Was, yeah, she was so. <laughs> yeah, that would see that would make it more fun. She was oh, in like yeah. her mid twenties. You could tell she had been waiting for this her whole life. And her friend um, gave her like a free fast pass. Who was she, her friend was running the fucking ride. She gave her a free fast pass. She got on the ride, and then she was like, "Oh my god, what'd you think?" She was like, "I fucking loved it." She was like, she was so fucking happy. Dude, it's, it's gnarly, dude. You go into a restaurant and they serve you butter beer and like mm. fucking. Shit. It's it's, it's cream soda with whipped cream on top of it. Still, it's great though. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Okay. It's cream soda with a scoop of melted margarine. Yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah, no, uh, it basically tastes like cream soda. Uh, but it's uh, yeah, it's super dope. They have uh, at this. Um, I I noticed this really weird trend there. Every time I've been there, and I I've been there a few times because I Asian? no. There is, like, <laughs> a really, really high number of, like, like a, like a large percentage, a high ratio of, like, supermodel-looking women wearing fucking robes with wands and Harry Potter glasses and shit. Really? Like, all fucking hogwarted out. Like, like gonna, super hey, hot chicks. I'm going to tie one of my dick and just I saw, dude, I saw, like, a lot of them, like, no all way, over really? the place, yeah. Maybe there was some kind of, like, uh... Dude, I've been there a few times. Like, a horror convention? Uh, yeah, this is a horror convention. A horror convention mashup with Harry Potter? Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. Dude, it's the Horcrux, like... Um, yeah, I didn't see that. No, dude, it was weird, because, like, I, I'd seen that consistently for, for a while, like, like, and then I'm talking, like, full-blown, like, fangirl shit. These girls are, like, you know, with their fucking wands and, and their, full, like, I don't know, $50 robes or whatever they fucking cost there to buy like, them. Like, dude, I bought my nephew one. They're, like, fucking 90 bucks. Yeah, fight tonight. Isn't there a fight tonight, Beltor? Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were talking, talking about, about that it. yesterday. Yeah, uh, Fedor and Mir. Mir. Yeah. Fedor versus yeah. Mir tonight. Is that on TV? Yeah, probably, yeah. What do you think about? We were talking about the Grand Prix and the message the other day. I think yeah. they fucking. I think when the UFC doesn't have a fucking like definitive number one contender, or they have like an interim that goes up, and there's like you know what I mean, maybe three guys vying for it, they should do a fucking Grand Prix that year. And they, they, I think the, I, but I do think that the the Cormier fight makes sense right now. Yes, because there uh, isn't sure. any no for sure real like no, and that's gonna be a fucking really good fight. Yeah, that's that's that fight plus Cormier like used to fight it. I hope that fight makes Stipe sense. Just fucking knocks that whole People don't give him enough credit, dude. dude. Stipe is a fuck. He proved that he's yeah. a fucking monster. He's he is, he's like, uh, in my opinion, well, now, so he's my, already seen. I don't want to see. I don't want to see DC get crushed, bro. Like he's a fucking like he's undefeated. Technically, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He's technically undefeated, um, but it, he's old. At some point, someone's going to beat him. Like, someone's mm-hmm. going to knock the fuck yeah. out of him. Dude, At I, some point, I, it just has to happen. I'm all for And so the, this, uh, is a, this is the one I think.
think it's going to happen. It, it, sure. That's, I, that's I, why I think that. That's if all. you look at a, at a Stipe's record, I'm all for the argument. I do think he's the greatest heavyweight of all time. Mm-hmm. If you look at his record, he dude, has the longest uh, the longest title uh, the title defense. Everybody, dude. Yeah. And well, in a division that one punch could just end your whole fucking dude, career. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you knock your fucking teeth through your asshole in one fucking punch. You know what happens in the case with a guy like Stipe? When you have a guy like him who's not like he's just so well rounded and he's not outstanding, mm-hmm. he's just outstanding thing. at MMA. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's not like outstanding. Specialist. He's not like a super specialist. Yeah, like sometimes those dudes just get lost in the shuffle. You know, if they don't have a crazy personality, they just get lost in the shuffle. And I feel like that's what happened with him. But uh, dude, he's all of his fights. They're all finishes. Like he doesn't have. I just want to point out that you're pretty far from the mic. I don't know what it's coming in like, uh, but you might sound like you're like super far away. Did he finish? uh, Did he finish in Ghana? No, I think I thought it went the distance. I think he did. I think they. No, I thought he finished him. I think they ended up stopping it. I can't remember. That's really weird. But I I just I do. I remember him. I thought I think I remember him finishing him. I'll have to Google check. Yeah. I'm Google checking it. Hold up. Um. Cause yeah, he even, even, like he fucking Warren Gano out man yeah, like he, he and yeah full got guessed out yeah that was the only way you knew they they had to sit there and go okay listen dude we just have to make sure you don't get hit this fool's gonna fucking gas this you guy know? yeah they're they're saying like this guy is trying this guy fucking knocks the roof off of buildings well, when he Dana hits White's, people Dana <laughs> White's, uh, just Dana White's face when Engano was getting just manhandled in that mm-hmm. fight. You, the, just the look, he can't even hide it at this mm-hmm. point. It's so clear the guys that they want to push mm-hmm. to the top, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for uh, sure, for sure. But uh, well, did you hear? Did you hear his his statement after um, after Conor McGregor did that whole fucking like the bus, bus incident? Yeah. Literally, what Dana White said was he was like, if it was anyone else, <laughs> anyone else, <laughs> they'd be out. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, so unanimous decision. All right, yeah. 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 Fucking, um, no, I, I, my, think I, you know, my, I think I feel like I remember, like, my yeah, opinion, yeah, right. they're like, okay, you need to fucking do this shit, it's the only way we're going to sell this fight, and that fucking window was just not supposed to break. Because if that window doesn't break, we're having a completely different conversation right now. Completely. Right. But surprised. the window broke, and was, hey, I just don't think it was supposed to happen. I'm surprised yeah. Dana wasn't like, uh, you know who we really ought to be pissed at is the fucking bus company, all yeah. right? Yeah. Those windows should have been reinforced. Let's get the focus off Connor. Like, surprise me at this yeah. point because he fucking—he doesn't even try and hide. Don't never panders, even off that kind of glass again. But, but look. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, though. Uh, at the same. We time, demand a higher quality yeah. of glass to do our drugs <laughs> off of. I'm going thunderous straw and schnoz hit but that shit at the full same speed. Time, does, does I use a metal tutor, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I use the metal, my, my tutor's made out of the same shit as that dolly. Like, I can easily <laughs> smash through a piece of glass. He's like, Dana, please, I fucking, I fucking threw it soft, mate. It fucking broke. This shit um, is fucking insane. But I can't blame them for giving oh, him. He, of course they're going to give him special treatment. He's yeah. like, there's no... But they that's they what don't I'm, even have a close second as I'm, far I'm, as big stars. I'm just saying, like, it still counts as them, like, uh, pandering. Said, it still yeah, counts fucking, as, like, yeah. He's a fucking piece of work, dude, and fucking... And, you know, it is what it is. I just... I would be way more pissed if I was another fighter on the roster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I get it. You sell fights, okay? You sell fights, but, like, you can only be so awful of a human being. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. There, there's sure, there's gotta sure. be a fucking. There's gotta be a line. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. You still enough fights. You can be this big of a piece of shit. But like, you know, come on. Mike Tyson set the bar pretty high. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, but also, Mike Tyson was also making way more fucking money than Conor McGregor in the UFC. Yeah, well, he was in the UFC. In the UFC, more money, not not UFC yeah, like generating more money though, was he? 
Dude, Mike Tyson pay per views. I've never looked. Dude, Mike Tyson was. I've never looked up a Tyson buy rate. Okay. Would you? Would you? Would you say that Conor McGregor is already an icon? Yeah. You think he's reached icon status yeah. like for yeah. all time? Yeah. Yeah. I fucking so? hated him, and then when he fucking well, I still think that that fucking Aldo fight was fixed too. Yeah, it's no, no, I don't think it was. I don't think that's what they would have done if it was a fix. Well, no, here, hear me out. Hear me out. They go, hey, listen. Listen, we know who this guy is going to be the next biggest star, okay? You've given us 10 years. Thank you very much. All you got to do is take one fucking big one in the beginning. We're going to cash you out. Yeah, we're going to okay. give you a retirement fund. And then we're going to have Max Holloway and you're going to get your belt back. He's getting TKO'd. He's not getting yeah. fucking... Laid out like embarrassingly. The baseball <laughs> he's not taking that punch for a fix, dude. I don't know. No. Yeah, he's going out like a fucking champ. That was getting, as cool yeah. of a knockout like as you second, ever seen. It was the most deflating fucking thing I've ever watched. It was just like, aww. That was as cool of a Ever did I, did I tell you about when I met Connor right before that fight? Oh, yeah, no, you got yeah. a picture with him. Yeah, dude. No, right, it's on, it's on, yeah, it's on my Instagram. But um, no, I, I met him. Yeah, right before that fight, I see him at Venice Beach. I just see this big beard. It looks like yours on steroids, but blonde. You know, like yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, and I uh, I just see him through this sea of people, and he sees me going like <laughs> like just pointing at him, and so. He just looks up and just starts like he just looks up and starts laughing and I see his beard like flapping at like off his chin and he just starts pushing people out of the way to come over and talk to me and I'm like dude like, I was like you're fucking awesome I was all excited I'm like you're like my fucking favorite fighter right now man because he was I, I was yeah. like I was super all over the fucking yeah, Conor train like, fucking just straight fucking uh, and, uh, and yeah and I was like uh, Have you seen that? Uh, yeah so so I talked to him I'm like I'm like yo man. Um, I was like, can I get a picture with you? He's like, yeah, it takes a picture with me. And uh, I'm like, I'm like, who so you're fighting uh you're fighting Aldo next, right? And he's like, he looks at me and he gives me like a little like why like a little wide bow and he's like, Oh, we don't speak of the dead, brother. We're like, oh, <laughs> shit, that was fucking hard, man. <laughs> And then he went on fucking okay, I wouldn't even put the fucking executed him, man. Here's the whole fight, this guy starts off. Watching the uh, highlight of uh, Connor knocking out Aldo. Boom! And it, Boom. Yeah, it was fucking Damn! So ruthless. That was the end of the fight. Uh, that, <laughs> was, that was legitimately. That was the most shocked I've ever been, probably UFC history. That was fucking shocking. That was pretty shocking. Was yeah. there anything more shocking? Nobody no. expected Aldo maybe, to go out like that. No, maybe, 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 maybe Matt Sarah knocking out GSP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but here's why, here's why I think that was more shocking. Well, because GSP Matt, wasn't at legend status yet. He, he was just like at yeah. like great and, status. And also, he, was he was definitely great, but he wasn't, he wasn't legend. Yeah, you know, also, Aldo was already at legend status. And also, too, with GSP, there was more build-up to that. Mm-hmm. With Matt Sarah, there was more build-up to that knockout because he staggered him, and then GSP wobbled. Oh, no, no. I'm not talking about the absolute execution of I'm just talking about the fact that it even got there. Yeah. Uh, But that being said, I mean, from an actual, like, studied perspective, that was realistic enough. Matt Sarah's a hard hard hitter with short arms, and uh, he's a salty fucking vet from way back uh, in the day. For for the fight tonight for Fedor and Mir, I'm calling, in today's day and age, I think Frank's going to take it by knockout. I, I, I... I kind of see what the lines that. are. I'd have to say Actually, that. That, that probably right my guess. And it's a, it's a. It's cracking. No, I'm not. Call Matt and Matt, make Matt give me some picks. Did I fucking want like a hundred bucks off this shit? Oh, 
was in Tahoe, I was all yeah. fucking tweaked. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey man, what's the, what's, the, what's the lines on this shit? I was playing a show. I get off my set and I look, I was like, fuck yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> what a good night. Yeah, yeah I remember, um, you guys ever been up to Tahoe? Matt's been up to Tahoe. Yeah, I went, but it was kind of a half-assed experience. I took Dirk up there. Yeah. Me and Dirk took fucking acid at sunset, dude, and we walked fucking 30, according to my phone, 30,000 steps in that, that fucking, in that little uh, excursion. Well, that was counting like a death metal show too, though. He's going to run around the pit a little mm-hmm. bit. When we went to uh, Tahoe, we hit Owl. Uh, dude, it was crazy. You should have saw this shit. It was, the, it was the day we were leaving, and it was snowy as fuck. So it was like super gray skies. Couldn't see shit. And, uh, but I saw this owl from probably like, I don't know, five seconds away. And I could see him out of my peripheral vision just flying towards the window. And I was thinking to myself, like, oh, this, guy, this guy's gonna, he's going to stop. Like, he's not just purposefully flying into this fucking car. He knows and what I was he's sitting, doing. Yeah, I was sitting passenger seat, and he was up. This owl dude was fucking huge. He had a wingspan. <laughs> I swear to God, dude, it was probably about as long as this bed. He was fucking mm-hmm. gigantic. And he hit the right in front, the windshield, where I was sitting passenger seat, and I was like, eye to eye. Like, it was he like... dead as fuck? No, he didn't die. He flew off. Jesus Christ. Like, like, it was crazy, dude, because it was like an intimate moment, because I could see him from like fucking 20 <laughs> feet away, taking off, and he's coming closer. I was like, no, he's going to move. He's going to move. And we couldn't, you know, we couldn't do nothing. We're on a fucking two-lane fucking mm-hmm. highway. It's not like we could move. And he just kept coming, and then he smacks, and then boom, he's like... I okay, so here's the lines. Right there. Crazy. Uh, and he fucking plus six thousand for a draw. Fuck, could put five bucks on that, make some money. Uh, <laughs> fucking. Uh, <laughs> I, do that. I do that all the time. Hedge your bet with that. Yeah, Frank Mir wins inside the distance. Is plus one hundred five. Frank Mir wins by three round decision. Plus set four seventy five. Fedor wins inside the distance. That's plus one fifty. So that's like. I guess they're saying Frank. Yeah, Frank Mears are better odds than Fader to knock it out, but by not mm-hmm. not by much. Fuck, okay. Fader wins inside the three round decision by three round decision plus seven fifty. Fader by decision isn't too bad of a fucking. Mm-hmm. I don't think that'd be too bad. Hold on. We we if I put forty bucks yeah. on that. Forty to win three hundred. Mm-hmm. Forty to win three hundred. That's a pretty good shit, dude. Twenty to win one fifty. Mm-hmm. For twenty on that. Fader by decision. It could it. happen. That's what I'm saying. It, it might not, but like the other payouts aren't going to be as good. Yeah, the payout yeah. is better. Yeah, yeah. it's it's the yeah. risk. I mean, it totally could happen. I can totally see that yeah. because uh, because they're Frank. If, okay, if they can steal it from somebody, they're going to steal it away from Frank Mir because Fedor's name rings way more bells. Yeah, for for mm-hmm. for MMA fans like that, well, nobody gives a fuck he, about seeing Frank Mirigan, but we don't know when we're gonna see the last. Yeah, here's what I want. Yeah, right, you know what I mean? Right, like right. that's really what it is. So for sure, if, if push comes to shove, they're gonna give it to Fedor. The they they definitely want him to win more. There's yes. gonna be well, more. There's gonna be more buzz. Yeah. <laughs> so far, the guys who've advanced in the tournament is Chael Sonnen, Mitrione, and uh, I think those are the only two. Who yeah, they've so only had two fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Chael Sonnen and Mitrione, that's fuck, dude. If they match up uh, Sonnen with Mitrione, that's a fucking rough night. He's way bigger than him. Yeah. Him and Fedor, I could see. I still think Fedor would beat him, but him and Fedor is an easier matchup because they're closer in size. But Mitrione is gigantic. Yeah, he's like fuck, he's yeah. like walks around at like fucking normal weight. Like yeah. Or if they matched up Mir with Sonnen, it's like Mir's way fucking oh, he'd bigger fucking than Sonnen. Just fall on him and kill him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, what's Mir like? Six foot four, fucking two fifty. What's Sonnen gonna do? Fucking jab him out and leg kick him? Like two hundred? No, it's (laughs) Mir. I mean, he's still a pretty big guy, but like not big like that. Chael Sonnen could probably put on twenty pounds and be two twenty. 
You know what I mean? He walks, and around, he, but, he walks around like 220 max. But it's yeah. not, yeah, exactly. That's him, yeah. like, just not, you know, like, yeah. it's not his natural way. Without, it's like, yeah, I can gain 20 cut, pounds yeah. right now if I wanted to, but it's like, that's just it like a fluff. Yeah, it's a fluff weight, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. My, it's not my, my pre, uh, premium weight, you know what I mean? Eat some pastas and drink a couple of beers and all fucking, yeah. A nice solid 10 pound jump there. What? Throwing back on TRT. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're all geezers, dude. Let all those guys take. Fuck That's what I'm fucking saying. Why don't we, we we need to have an MMA uh, masters division, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> over. Uh, Peter Belfort was talking about that. Yeah. He was saying that he wants them to have a masters division. Yeah, and that just like have shit. a bunch of old dudes on TRT, just like fucking. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be fucking dope, dude. Like extend yeah, all these old get, guys' get, careers because they're. Chuck fucking... out there to get knocked out of another couple times, dude. <laughs> Chuck's talking about. Yeah, I heard Chuck's talking about coming back. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's gonna be way out of money. Bro, he's, he, dude, uh, he has to be, bro. I, I seen him on some fucking. Dude. I seen him on some one of those commercial, or he had like a little ad with the fucking the bright shine bright thing. It's like, bro, you gotta oh, be so hurt for money, bro. If that's I what heard you're a uh, well, the UFC fight. He's on the Navage commercial. <laughs> so when this new company came in, uh, IMG, I think that's what they're called, the company that or WME, the company that uh-huh. owns UFC right now. When they came in, they had Matt Hughes, Chuck Liddell, and Forrest Griffin all had. Uh, executive well they were executive positions within the UFC so Chuck Liddell was manager of something relations or another Forrest Griffin had some bullshit job and then Matt Hughes was like a um, behavior guy like he would make sure everybody was on their a-game but the rumor was that Chuck Liddell uh, he was just getting paid just to be a legend basically same with Hughes and I guess when WME came in and they started cutting people to save money from the purchase they cut him because they were getting paid a few million a year just to sit on their asses. Mm-hmm. And the only guy they didn't cut was Forrest Griffin because apparently Forrest Griffin has, actually showed up to work. They didn't. Forrest even, Griffin Forrest has, Griffin uh, has and, incriminating photographs well, no, of so one of the what, CEOs. <laughs> what, they said, what they said was that Forrest would show up to like the UFC headquarters in Vegas, and they didn't even have an office for him. They were like, "Dude, you don't. You, this is a, like a fake job. You don't got to be here." And he like wanted to work, and they said he just brought a chair in and would just hang out. And uh, it's like saved him, you know. He fucking kept his job because of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chuck, dude, they're talking about doing a, a trilogy fight with Tito, which is a fucking horrible idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, nobody wants because, to see that. Uh, there's no win. Well, there's no win other than getting a big fucking payday. There's no win trilogy for Chuck in that fight with Tito. because Chuck's already beat Tito's ass twice. If Tito, if him and Tito were to Handily. fight, this convincingly, fight, Tito, Every, there wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It, that fight wasn't like a rivalry. I don't know why it was no, hyped it was like a rivalry. rivalry. It was a and, uh, it was a man beating up a child. Exactly. Like, that's what it looked like. If they were to fight right now. It was like a dad a beating his son's ass. Like go yeah. fuck around in school, kid. But, 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 Chuck, but Chuck's <laughs> yeah. older now. He he was changed right, at the end of his career. Chuck's changed. There's a chance fucking... Tito could beat him now. And other than the payday, there's nothing but risk for Chuck mm-hmm. because it's like you already you already handily beat this dude twice. Like there's no reward for you in beating him a third time other yeah. than money. Right, that's right. It. Uh, well, that, but that's a big reward. I mean, yeah, I say yeah, other yeah. than money, as if it's not a reward. Yeah, but how much money at this stage in their career? I mean, it's it's only a Chuck, circus fight. I if know they're that... fighting for if they fought for um, you, would the rumor that I heard because originally they were kind of shopping the idea to uh, Bellator, and then Bellator was like, nah. Apparently, Bellator like passed on it. Supposedly now, Golden Boy, Oscar De La Hoya's promotion is looking at. Oh, trying to get in the MMA again. Now, if they fight for Golden Boy, I bet they'll get paid. Okay, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, because, you know, 
It's uh, Oscar De La Hoya is just coked out of his mind, mm-hmm. and fucking, uh, he's a fucking. <laughs> he's a he's a fucking wild he's man. He's out there. He man. hangs out at Bodega right by my house. Does he really? Yeah, uh, my roommate's in all the time. Pasadena. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got like, I uh, I'm 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 right by Old Town, and uh, in the in the Paseo, uh, the the shopping center, there's uh, this spot called Bodega. It's like a wine bar, but I guess uh, fucking De La Hoya goes in there and gets fucking gets fucking crazy, <laughs> fucking lives it up in there. Just yeah, yeah. Fucks everybody. Like, you get that much money? You've been like, hitting the head that many times? You're fucking insane. Just do yeah. whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, seriously. Much, He's yeah. fucking rich. He's fucking sick like, for life. You're boxing career, dude. Whoa. Well, like, probably more like 30. You're boxing your whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you've boxed since day one. Yeah. Uh, he was, um, uh, he was like the first, like, lighter weight dude that I remember, um, getting, like, there, I mean, there was a lot of famous guys before him, but he was like, he was the biggest lighter weight pay-per-view draw, I think, other than Mayweather. I think mm-hmm. he was, like, one of the big lighter weight pay-per-view draws besides Tyson. You know, there wasn't really anybody else, really, was there? In, like, the history of boxing? Or what do you mean? Like, or just in our generation? No, it, as far as, like, the highest grossing pay-per-view. Yeah, I tried to look up numbers, bro. It's very hard to... Is it? At least yeah. think there's nothing at the very surface from me. I, I thought I had right. heard something that he, as far as pay-per-view, re- as far as fighters go, generating Sure, he's, he's definitely one of the top. He's, yeah. I mean, he, he's he's another iconic figure. He's like, he's a household name. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean, as far as, like, popularity of, of boxers throughout history, they've been, like... Most of them have been lighter weights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there wasn't, like, like, a lot of those guys yeah. were, like, some of the, it's it, it's weird because Dude, a lot of the... Dude, have you a video of fucking uh, Shannon Briggs confronting fucking uh, Klitschko in Klitschko a fucking restaurant? Klitschko in the restaurant, yeah, it's in, like, Miami. Yeah. Yeah, have I saw that. Have you seen that video? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, there's a whole lot of... I don't, you know what, though, I'm always skeptical of the boxing stuff like that, because they've, like, staged that shit yeah. so many times. Boxing is notorious for staging altercations yeah. like that. So I don't know if I'd buy that. But he said, he, Shannon Briggs was on a Joe Rogan's podcast, and I think he said that that was legit. He looked legit. You know, here's why I think well, it's I legit. Mean, because fucking Russians have no fucking... <laughs> that was the case. Yeah. I feel like Russians are too cold to like go along with something like this, what you're about to see right here. Uh, Klitschko. Shannon Briggs, uh, well, he tested hot, though. He Did he? Recently, yeah. I think they were setting up a fight between him and somebody in the meet. And I feel like in boxing, you kind of have to try to test positive, because they're not... Yeah, so we're looking at a video of uh, Shannon Briggs confronting Klitschko in a restaurant. <laughs> starts eating Klitschko's food. Oh, man. If you guys don't know who Shannon Briggs is, he's the guy who calls everybody champ. Big, giant, muscular, uh, black gentleman. Um, he's like Terry Crews, what me? He's like Terry Crews. <laughs> he's like Terry Crews. Klitschko just poured a glass of water on him. Oh, yeah, dude. He's going, Briggs is going crazy. I like how Briggs is offended at him pouring water on his head, even though he just sat down and ate his food. food. <laughs> Which is arguably even more offensive. They just kicked him out of the restaurant. He's not probably not allowed back in there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's allowed to eat at that little At the fine establishment. <laughs> um, well, gentlemen, we got to get down. Um, we're working on a metal record. Okay. And uh, we need to go on a psychedelic journey and uh, pick up the guitars. Get some more music. So thank you for having us. Yep. Yeah, of course. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, it was great. Great to see you guys. Yeah. Well, Matthew, good luck on your later. fucking marathon tomorrow, dude. Let's, let's get a little uh, social media plug okay. here. For, uh, uh, you can find me um, at Riot 
underscore Craig. That's R I O T underscore C R A I G. Um, yeah, hit that shit up. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, same shit. Um, I'm no longer on Facebook. I freed my mind from that fucking awful prison of fucking just. It's like a like I, I don't argue with people on the internet anymore. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. No, yeah. I flat out don't. Well, so like, cause all the other thing, I can just post content, and I can choose if I want to respond to you on there or not. Yeah. Whereas Facebook, it's like too deeply rooted for me to ever let anything go for some reason. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> it sucks. It sucks you in like that. It really yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. It does. <laughs> the negativity of the it, internet. You know, it's hella negative. Yeah. Well, you take take a take a giant community of people and just take away accountability. Yeah. And you've there got you go. the there. You fucking yeah, go. Yeah, Dude, you could not have said it better than that. Um. So yeah. Um. Yeah. No, we don't have a name for our band yet, but. Uh, it's coming along. Um, we're just you, gonna work on the music first, and you, that you will be the first to know. You'll be the first. To know. Um, Thank you. And uh, you know, next time maybe maybe we fucking uh, I'll bring my shit down. Right, I got a I got a new podcast idea. I'm gonna be working on. I'm sure. gonna probably still do Riot Smart in Life, but I'm gonna do. Uh, it's just called Work Hard as Fuck, and we're just gonna talk about whatever the fuck whoever I'm talking to is working on and the drive behind it mm-hmm. and fucking you know shit like that. Yeah. Because more of a motivational from like a perspective standpoint. Like, Great. you know what I mean? Like when you're training for a fight, let's talk. Mm-hmm. Right. And be like, fucking let's see what's going into it. How you're fucking, you know, going about the business mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like that would be something cool. Or if I had it up and running for Matt for his marathon, that would have been a good one. We can still have him do that mm-hmm. because we can talk about the training process for it. So yeah, absolutely. All right. Which, uh, yeah, let's, let's, uh-huh. let's mention that real quick. Uh, Matt's marathon. That is uh, actually tomorrow, so this will it's not even... It's actually called Matt's Marathon. Matt's, the Marathon of Matt. They're <laughs> putting it on just for me. They closed down the city so I could run through. And, uh, we're going to have grapes waiting for me at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so so check that out. So yeah, so that will have already happened by the time this gets uh, out there to the people. But uh, I'd, you know, I'd like for you all to go into your heads and uh, wish Matt good luck. To the past, you know, because it's over by now. Uh, but yeah, don't forget to check out Riot's so Modern he Life. It. He did and, it. You can check that yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, you can definitely check out the results of that and, uh, you know, cheer him on. Right. Riot's Modern Life and what was it, Work Hard as Fuck? Work Hard as Fuck is kind of in development. I'm working on some artwork for it and shit right now. Um, just got to get some other things. Excellent. So. I'm looking forward to it. Check Thank out you. Bone Catrone, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Get all the Get all the latest fights. Yep. Thank you. Two hours. You bodied that shit. That was good. Oh, uh, ML intrinsic resi- ML underscore intrinsic resistance Instagram. Uh, Matt reviews media Instagram. All right. Wyatt, Dirk, right. it's been a riot. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. Thank you. Thank you.